What is up, everyone, and welcome to The WAN Show. It's going to be a chill show today. Quiet yeah. show. Yeah. You know? I, a a well, well-bred sort of show. What does that mean? I don't know. We've got a lot of great topics <laughs> for you guys today. We're going to be talking about Windows as a subscription. It actually makes a ton of sense, and we'll be explaining a little bit later. Also, how is it even possible that the LG Wing is the front runner for the phone that I have to switch to. So we'll be talking a little bit about the ongoing uh, community voting that is taking place for my phone. What else we got going on today? I know how. Uh, hmm. Epic Games charges licenses for Unreal Engine even... Even... Changes them, but yes. Yeah, that's correct. Even if you don't pass that $1 million mark in revenue for selling a game like they had in the past. But... Maybe it's okay. That's a top topic for you? Maybe it's okay. What what else is what what's going to beat it? Huh? Oh, well, how about the 10,000 to $17,000 first gen Apple watches you, that are now obsolete? You, called it. You bought a you, Called it. You bought a I called it so hard. I was like this is stupid. Even <laughs> Apple figured out it was stupid. Sorry, we'll talk about it later. I have a hard time caring about that. Uh and then yeah, then what's 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 your next one? You're just gonna make me keep picking them. Yeah, I mean, YouTube's mobile ad changes. You figured it out. You, YouTube's mobile ad changes are going to have a significant impact on. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Something I'm YouTube premium, maybe. All right, let's roll the intro. So does he. The big thing we're going to jump into first is that rumors about a Windows 12 subscription were swirling this week after German site DeskModder found references to a subscription edition in a Canary Channel Windows 11 Insider preview build that is absent in other Windows 11 builds. While outlets like NeoWin initially supported DeskModder's hypothesis, though, Windows Central has argued that the subscription language isn't, in fact, referring to the client version of Windows 12, but rather a newly discovered IoT Enterprise Subscription Edition of Windows 11. However, and this is actually my theory, the subscription language could be a reference to new features in the future version of Windows that will require a subscription, like the inevitable rollout of a consumer version of the Windows 365 Cloud PC service, or that's not what uh, I actually think it is. I think it's going to be more along the lines of AI features like Copilot requiring a subscription service so like in order a, to keep them going. I so think like a pro style Exactly. Well, just like you would see with something like uh, Stable Diffusion right now, where, sure, Cortana or, or Bingbot or I, whatever, I don't care what they ultimately call it, the, the, the stupid bar that you can't get to go away that searches that, oh, actually, you can get it to go away, but the stupid bar in the bottom of your start menu, uh, whatever they call that thing, you could ask it a question and you could either be put into a long queue or you could get priority service and quicker answers and, and uh, you know, more prompts allowed before you have to clear it and start over again. Professional features like that. Um, Oh, the, I'm on it. Okay, well, okay, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Luke added a thing to the bottom of it that I'm actually, eh, you know, 
you know, a little feeling a little validated about, but I haven't read the I whole thing. I don't think you should. So, so maybe I shouldn't. So we'll fight version two. So we'll... <laughs> <laughs> that's not what people tune in to see. They like to see us agree about everything. I don't think that's true. I don't think I that's think true they'd either. love it if we just fought all No, the yes, they... Yes, they would. No! no <laughs> Get in here, Dan! Start yelling! <laughs> ah, I don't want to! <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> wow, this the show has devolved shockingly quickly this week. <laughs> anyway, I want to talk Record about progress. I want to talk about Windows as a subscription. I Oh, I'm going to get I'm going to get canceled again. You're okay with it? I support it. Okay. Um I think it makes a ton of sense. I don't disagree. I have to leave. But only <sighs> For the, yeah. for the feature version that you're talking about. Yeah. I think if it was the base operating system, yes. that would be BS. It wouldn't work. It'd be stupid. Everyone would be pissed off. Everyone's going to no. go to other platforms. But, but the... for external server AI powered yes. stuff. That costs f***ing a lot of money. It has made no sense to me from the start how they've had the GPT-4 level stuff publicly and freely accessible no it, it, it's that's why it's the whole silicon valley let's burn yeah. the venture capital as fast as possible into the fire burn, money burning furnace it's it's that it's that whole model all over again we just we need all the users we need all the oh my god we're not making any money and then they have to like charge money for it at some point because the whole the whole like oh you can go on OpenAI's website and use ChatGPT 4 for 20 bucks a month or you can just use bing for free thing has been really weird to me this whole time. Yep. So that to me would make sense. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And I called this literally years ago that Windows essentially is free now. And it's not. You know, when you buy an OEM PC, for example, Microsoft is charging Acer or it's got a bit of a thing on Lenovo it. or whatever. They they are charging them for a license. And you can absolutely still go to Newegg.com and buy a Windows license. And if you buy it straight from Microsoft, you will even pay a lot of money for it. But it has been very clear pretty much ever since they started offering free upgrades from edition to edition of, of, of Windows. In fact, they only recently closed the Windows 7 to Windows 8 loophole. Really? Mm-hmm. They announced that it was no longer a thing years ago. Yeah, I thought it was... But you could totally still do it. <laughs> and apparently there's still a way to work around the way that they have closed it. Like, it's totally still a thing to just use a Windows 7 key and upgraded all the way to Windows 11. Man, wasn't there like a Windows 7 Ultimate key or whatever at that tech shop that you bought out? I think so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Heck yeah. But ever since they started doing that, it's become very clear that they are going to say they care and that piracy is really bad. But what, but what they figured out in the Vista days is that their position as the monopolistic owner of the operating system space is not as secure as I think they thought it was. And I think a big part of the reason that the year of the Linux desktop keeps being a meme and keeps never happening is that Microsoft has gradually loosened and loosened and loosened their approach to DRM and to anti-piracy. It cannot possibly like think about it okay i know this is some tinfoil hat sounding you know that's raining frogs or whatever kind of stuff right now but if microsoft microsoft if they cared that you pirated windows oh yeah could they stop it 
at this point. Uh, With the amount of phoning home... They could make it way harder, at the very least. It is literally... like Okay, here's here's an example. One of the things that you can't do if you don't enter a license key into Windows, because once you install it, you can just say, I don't have a product key. That's actually a button. You just press it, and you install Windows. And in the old days, it would pretty much cut you off after, I think it was 30 days. Or maybe you could extend it a few times to 180 or something like that. These days, you just press that button and then just never enter a product key. And it has a watermark in the bottom right. And this is one of the sort of validations of my theory. That watermark is really hard to get rid of. If you, if you, like, <laughs> that's interesting. If you try hard enough, you can. And there's like fake activation servers. And like, like if you, you can actually like pirate Windows still. But if the only drawback to having the not pirated and I didn't install some sketchy thing or download some sketchy thing and I just have this water, it's like, oh, fine, whatever, who cares? And there are technically other drawbacks. See, this is, this is another thing. Can you you like can't not change your background. You can't change your desktop background if you want to do it in the modern control panel settings menu. If you just find a picture right and right-click click 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 it, it totally works. So that's the, <laughs> that's the kind of workaround that I'm looking at going, okay, this is clearly a very half-ass effort, you guys. Yeah, like yeah. You're not convincing me right now that this is actually a problem because I think Microsoft's biggest priority is having the largest platform. And I don't think they yeah. take it for granted in the same way that they did in the Windows XP days. In the Windows 98 days, even they 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 are fighting against valid competitors, especially. I mean, look at what Apple's doing with macOS. Sure, they don't care about the Mac, which is frustrating. But on the mobile side, on the MacBook side, they're still doing stuff. And on the gaming side, those things are actually getting powerful enough to run real games on Apple Silicon, and they are finally courting developers on the Mac side, having seen how much revenue there is on the iOS side of things, I guess, or whatever it is that finally prompted them to be like, huh? Oh, yeah. People, oh, computer games. Uh, like, when's the last time you even heard them called computer games? Yeah. Back when Apple was a relevant option for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I so so the way that I see this is Microsoft will ultimately move to free to play. And here's something really crazy. I'm about to make a bold prediction that won't get me canceled but could get me laughed at. I think it will be more profitable. Oh yeah, no, I, I yeah, I agree. I think that I if they if they bundle in ad removal if they're like this is this is Windows not Windows Pro but Windows like Premium. Windows Premium exact the exact word I was going to go yep. for and it 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 no longer has ads and you gain AI features and, that hopefully don't completely suck which we'll talk about in a second uh, <laughs> um, but if if it has ones that are actually worth anything and the ads are gone the ads being gone alone would be worth something to I me. think they should go back to the Windows 95 branding and call it Windows Plus. Ooh. Yeah. I kind of like, like that. Windows 12 Plus or something like that. Like, I, 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 I'd love the throwback, even if I hate giving the money every month, but I got to be honest with you, I would probably buy it. If it removes ads, I'd probably buy it. It needs to be have a family plan. Like, yes. there's no way I'm going to buy a full license for every computer, but Microsoft Microsoft's has... Microsoft's pretty down with that. They have been open 
yeah. to to group plans, whether it's corporate, like MSDN or whatever else, or even whether it's family, like uh, Microsoft Office had family plans yeah. back in the day, probably still does. Yeah. Uh, it's like student and family or something like that. Um, so if I if I just had to buy you know Windows Premium or Windows Plus or whatever else it is for every you know five computers I have or whatever, I yeah yeah they'd probably get me. If the operating system's free. And I would be spending way more on Windows than I do today. As it is right now, I I basically buy a license every time I get... Every time I am finally on a machine where I like have to do enough screen capture on it that I'm like, okay, this actually, the optics of this are really bad. If we upload this to the channel, I should probably just buy a license. <laughs> <laughs> So my work computer is done. Um, I, I, yeah, my, my home desktop is also done. I, I have a legit license for my yep. home desktop. And then I, I entered a license onto my media PC like ages ago that um, I own, but I think is like not a proper one. I think it's like a great market one or something like that. But I, I like actually bought proper but licenses. I, my- I think it needs both personally. I think it needs actually good AI features. And I think it needs ad removal. Okay, let's talk about the AI features yeah. because Luke put this into the notes. Related, Linus was kind of right about Copilot sucking now. I did not put this into the notes. Oh, well, some, someone did. Someone <laughs> did. And so I'm going to go, yay. And no, I completely disagree. Okay, fine. Hit me. Because my point was not about it being bad. My sure. point was about the journalistic issues with how we were addressing it, which I was completely right about. That was not the same build. Okay, so I didn't show my work, which is a problem for me sometimes, but I did explain last week that it was pretty clear to me that based on the overall direction of development. It just doesn't matter. But it does matter. No, because you didn't show your work. What matters is that I've seen a lot of pre-builds of things. I've seen a lot. And there but are some of them haven't, but I have. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of pre-done things. Like it's it's always interesting to me when I read um, when I read an article or I see a forum thread discussing leaked benchmarks of an upcoming CPU, for example, mm. and that CPU isn't due for launch for another three months or something like that, and you'll see people speculating particularly fanboys, I see this a lot. You'll see them going, oh yeah, but it could be it could be way faster. It could be a winner by the time it comes out. And I'm kind of sitting here going, no, it won't be. Because it's only it's it's so far behind that you gotta understand, like silicon. <laughs> they ain't spinning new silicon it in is, that amount of time. It is better than what we used. Sure, but hold on. Let it's me let bad. me finish this. Let me finish this this train of thought though. Yeah. Um so so it could get a little bit better. There could be driver optimizations, there could be this, there could be that. But there's not gonna be enough across the board gains unless they are completely re-architecting this thing, which they aren't, because if they're sampling it, they aren't. That's just not how it works. But these are things that I feel like a lot of people don't have exposure to and don't know yeah, like, how much you can extrapolate. At a fairly fundamental level, yes. these models still hallucinate too much. Yes. And when it hallucinates too much, Microsoft isn't going to want it to be just willy-nilly changing features on your computer. Hallucinating your desktop background all of a sudden being hardcore triple X content or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so like they had to be really careful about it actually doing things, so instead it instructs too much. I also think that there's yada, a lot yada, of... Yada, 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 yada. I also think one of the things that was clear to me, and 
that I didn't show my work for was that they had serious usability and potential liability concerns around it being able to too independently control your computer and also yeah. security concerns. Yeah. If Copilot was well, able to actually change system settings on its own, all of a sudden, you it, don't have to compromise the system. You just have to compromise Copilot, and you can do whatever you want. It's basically like if you manage to compromise PowerShell, essentially, at that point. And, and these language models are very sus when it comes to compromising. So, I was right that... Nah. I was still right. Nah. Except I was right. No. So based on the based on the Disagree. amount of based on the amount of beta software that Wrong. I've seen. <laughs> Just for a throwback. Actually very unhelpful. <laughs> based on the amount of beta software that I've seen over year over the years, based on what was the obvious design constraints that they were working within, the concerns that they were clearly trying to address, it was pretty clear to me that it was not going to be useful in the way that I would want it to be. Because to me, Copilot is not really that useful if I have to touch my keyboard anyway. By the time I touch my keyboard, I might as well have just done the thing. Do you mean your mouse? Either. You have to touch oh, your keyboard. Oh, because you want a mic into it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so it's, well, no, no, not, not just activating the mic. I, I just mean like if I if I ask it to do something and well, it's like my, my point is you're talking about without touching my keyboard so how did you just ask it to do something oh no no yeah yeah no oh, no no I I mean I assumed it's voice activated <laughs> I just mean once I ask it something and it just goes hey I found a guide where you can look up instructions for how to press start and type CMD and then run a command and I'm sitting here going well I'll, sure fine but I could have just I could fine. I could have just typed in that question then, and then yeah. my hand, my hands are good. My hands are on my keyboard already for, anyway. For the most part, it yeah. is Bing Chat that is a lot easier to get to. Yeah, which is which is still neat. Not a copilot, and I think it's a branding issue right now. Or yeah, it's or not, not. Yeah, that's interesting. Or maybe maybe what this is is just obviously a very very early version of it that just isn't that useful, which is. All I really said last week, two weeks ago. He, he wasn't saying that it needed to be telepathic. He just said it weirdly. Oh, yeah. No, no. We, we figured it out. Okay. So, yeah, when we tried it last week, you would ask it something and then it would spit out instructions that basically negate any reason for you verbally interacting with your computer. Because all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, to follow these instructions, I need to I get my keyboard I still think it's going to do that for a long time, a yeah, very long time. Very long time. Years potentially because of the hallucination problem. I think yep. as long as it hallucinates a reliable amount, uh, which might sound weird, but I do mean it the way I said it. Um, as long as it hallucinates a reliable amount, they're going to want to keep it away from doing relatively important system tasks yep. and they do have it doing like the dark mode light mode thing does totally work and it even like looks kind of cool you can use it to but change from dark mode to light mode yeah but it's just dark mode it's light purely mode. aesthetic yeah and honestly i think it is i think it is as much to do with security as it is to do with yeah, definitely both with that because yeah. if copilot could do anything even man even something I, as simple as waking the PC. I do think we're going to get over the security thing, though. Well, okay. Because I think they're a little worried about that right now, but, but you can still do that through, like, PowerShell scripts and all this other kind of stuff. So it's not sure. like that functionality doesn't exist. You, you but I mean think they're worried about the door right now. 
So yeah, I do think it's valid. Exactly. Yeah. So if you could do anything, even something that is as seemingly innocuous as changing the system's sleep settings, yeah. that's a huge security vulnerability, potentially. Right? Like if, if I could just, you know, walk by someone's desk, let's say I have access to the building and I could kind of like physically access the, the computer. And I know that this person's kind of careless about leaving their computer when they walk away, but they have like a, a, a 15 second, okay, yeah. a 15 second sleep. So Hyper they don't have aggressive. to think about it. Right. If I could just kind of swing by their computer and or compromise compromise copilot somehow over the network, over the network yeah. and i could get it to change that to a 5 minute timeout all of a sudden this system that would normally be be locked could be accessed and i okay i, I, I yes 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 i know just a, a windows system being on the lock screen is not secure <laughs> i get it i get it but the difference is that if i can get it to not go to sleep I can access that computer, change it back to 15 seconds, let it lock and walk away with no one ever knowing I accessed it. If I have to strip the account uh, security off of it, then I can't do it as stealthily. So these are, these are still things that matter. And so there's, uh, there's, so many, there's so many different ways that a computer could be compromised that we might not even think about that I can understand why Microsoft is being extremely cautious, yeah. which is, again, something that I could tell from last week and that so informed this? me uh, that this is obviously not going to be useful at all in the way that I would want it to be useful and therefore is going to suck. No matter, no matter how unfinished it was, because it's obvious that they have serious design constraints. I'll make a compromise for you. Sure. You were correct? Yes. You get zero marks. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, oh, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I would rather be correct and get correct, nothing zero to five. than get a million dollars and be wrong. Like, no, 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 I'd ra I'd, no, no, it, that actually has all the value to me. Correct, zero to five. Because, um, yeah, it's it's pretty bad i don't think have you yeah you haven't used the actual release version no i haven't yet so it is better than the one we were messing with on the yeah I, I would hope so it's not for all the reasons you're saying it's not massively better but it is better and i will concede that you were also right that we shouldn't present it as as some kind of biggest thing problem yeah, yeah. I, I i guess i just i just so again, this is something where sometimes I have blind spots. Yeah. Like I evaluate beta crap all the time. It's actually I, my job. The reason why I was like so mad is because I knew what you were doing. But I was just, like I, I, I do it all the time, right? And so I just make the assumption that everyone watching is like, oh yeah, it's beta. Just you. Got, you also have to consider clear. when someone's going to tune into the show. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And all this. Yeah. Other, so like it. It. Yeah. Anyways. How about this? We were both right. Nice. Hell yes. <laughs> Negotiations. Let's go. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, so I think it's actually going to genuinely see a decent amount of use. From... That was the worst moment of WAN show ever. That was so cringe. <laughs> that was pretty cringe. <laughs> um, I think it's actually going to see a decent amount of use with people that um, aren't super familiar with their computers. I might want to do something to it. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, don't yeah, want to end up on some weird forum trying like, to learn. That's the problem, is that's what I want it to do. And it's just not... No, it's it's it can do that, sort of. Yeah. Because when you ask it a question, and it just spits out a list of steps, 
I understand. Yeah. I understand. Hold on. Not going to happen. That's every still time. better than having someone dive through forums, unsure, okay. whatever. I understand it's doing the same thing. Yeah. Here's my problem with that, though, is that's useful as long as what you're trying to do is the most basic version of whatever problem absolutely everybody else had that could possibly be phrased that way. I had an issue um, with while I was working on my review of the big screen beyond where I couldn't figure out how to close a floating uh, like desktop window. So basically in, in steam VR, you can go into your, your menu and then you can grab a view of your desktop. You can pop it out, you can put it somewhere and then you can close the menu and it'll just hang there Cool in, in VR and you can do your thing and it'll just be there. And, I couldn't find any resources that could tell me how to close it. I found a dozen articles announcing the feature. I found screenshots <laughs> where the interface was slightly different and it had like an X, like it had an obvious way to close it. And I don't know if it's just because they've recently updated Steam VR in a big way and I haven't got the latest version of it yet or something. It, it seems to be it seems to be kind of broken right now for me or something. Or maybe there's a button, but I couldn't find I couldn't find the instructions. And because pop-out window VR issue or, you know, basically anytime you have a problem with, um, oh man, another great example of this is I was having login issues in Minecraft dungeons, which it's like just a black screen because, oh, it's so annoying to install Minecraft dungeons. First, you have to log into your Microsoft account in the Microsoft store. Then you have to download the launcher. Then you have to log into your Microsoft account in the Minecraft launcher, then you launch the game, and then you have to log into your f***ing Microsoft account in the game, which if you haven't logged in in over two months or something like that, and it times out, there's some stupid like app data file you have to delete so that the thing will actually refresh. And, and to, to top it all off, because, okay, don't forget two-factor authentication, to top it all off, when you're working with a child's account, you have to provide a parental authorization every f***ing time, and I have three kids! <laughs> Wait, wow, that's okay. So to play Minecraft Dungeons sometimes, I'd be doing this times four so you did. I'd be spending an hour just getting the game open. So you did 12 logins and 12 parental authentications? <sighs> Whatever it worked with out With probably to, I, 12 to a phase? Yeah, it... it <laughs> It was very That's the worst. Frustra frustrating sometimes. It's like, is this just on GOG? The answer yeah. is no. Um, uh, Handyman says, go passwordless, use 2FA and passkeys. Handyman, we are often aligned. Uh, that, while the right move, it absolutely did not result in less steps. It resulted in a lot more steps. Yeah. Because now for every single one of those computers, unless you're doing it on your phone, yeah, you're logging in each time. If you're doing it on your phone, then you're still juggling back and forth. Yeah. You're still typing in the whole password. Yeah, it's very frustrating. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Password managers don't reduce steps. No, no, they, they don't. They increase steps. Yeah, but they increase security, and I fully support great. the use of you them. You should use them. They're very 100%. important. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it, can be very, it can be very frustrating. I forget why we're even talking about this anymore. Um, something about... Um, <laughs> 
Something about getting steps. Oh in... yeah, right. So right. So when you when you search for something in Copilot and it provides you instructions in that manner, the odds of those instructions being just like the 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 brain dead obvious one that actually has nothing to do with your edge case are is pretty high because like in Minecraft Dungeons, whenever I tried to troubleshoot um, authentication problems or login issues, it was always like. Reset your password. Yeah. So, no, no, I actually have an actual problem. But because it's, especially because it's a piece of software for children, you, most of the time when someone is searching for something about it... It is going to be that. It's actually going to be that, yeah. which, which naturally surfaces all of those answers and all of those help articles when actually they're completely useless. And what I need is some obscure reddit thread somewhere right and and here's my here's my biggest issue with yeah. windows copilot is effectively the hallucinations yeah there's this there's this issue that we've had for a long time which is where it'll start hallucinating more the longer you have a conversation with it um and things like go copilot they make you want to have a long conversation with it yeah I feel like they the kinda, designers... kind of egg you on. Yeah, I feel like yep. the designers are like, oh, people should use this a lot, right? So it doesn't really make you think to reset the conversation. And there's a lot of threads of people just playing around with it, and when everyone plays around with it, they do the one cool thing that it can do, which is dark mode, light mode. <laughs> um, so people do that, and then they'll they'll get it to do that, and then they'll start asking it other questions, and just mid-conversation will be like, do you want me to set it to dark mode? And it's like, what? Like, I didn't ask for that at all but now That's it's awesome. like can you click the button i want to set it to dark mode i want to do this and it's like what there there was uh somebody was talking about yeah, how it's like a kid that learns a new song on the recorder at school it's like yeah wants to show it to everybody yeah i'm trying to find where this article was from uh i can't find it right now unfortunately but um they said that they were using it and while talking to it uh it it asked them if it, or no it told them that it should ask it a joke ask it a joke yeah and they were like what okay and they got it to tell them a joke and they were like <laughs> okay and then just like went back to what they were doing and they're like what is this someone else asked uh or, sorry it told someone to ask what its name was uh-huh and they were like okay Ooh, that's a little weird and they asked and it was like i'm bing chat it's like what no you're not <laughs> you're supposed to be windows copilot <laughs> so there's some there's some you know the same issue we've been having literally the entire time things going on which makes sense you should be able to expect that um but yeah all right let's move on to our next topic um why why the lg wing you guys <laughs> i called this i was dude. so i was so okay i called it i even put my thumb on the scales a little bit because i mentioned the fairphone in the video don't even which i really want to review yeah don't you like flash the fairphone in some video recently well or i think that might have been the problem it was 
so it, it's not that I've switched People over to it. over it. I'm still on the Note 9, but the Fairphone 5 was winning the voting for the new phone that I'm supposed to switch to and review. And I was I was secretly pretty okay with that because I really I really want to try it. I think it's a really interesting device. Um, I I haven't seen a phone. It was it was like going back in time. I I put my finger under the little fingernail thing and I popped the plastic back off my phone and hey. there was the battery and I was like yeah. what? Nice. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's a cool moment. Um, and so the Fairphone was. Far and away leading the pack, like way, way ahead of everything else, because uh, I, I actually mentioned it in the video where I was saying, oh, yeah, you know, something like the Fairphone might be kind of cool, you know, wink, wink, nut, 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 nut. Um, And then Reddit, being Reddit, went completely the opposite direction with this. And ever since I showed the Fairphone in the uh, Google, whatever they called their 2023 event coverage that we did, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, LG Wing has gone gangbusters and I think is actually leading the pack now. What is the fascination with the LG Wing? Uh, it's because they think it'll be horrible. That can't be the only reason. Is, uh, I think it is. There's no way. Come on, guys. It's some justification for this. I might have something that can get you out of it. Um, Me too. Okay, hold on here. Let's see if we can find... Oh, uh-oh. Oh, I wonder what Dan's uh, is. I wonder if it's the same as mine. Let's just go here. Let's see, let's see where the voting is sitting right now. Oh, no. <laughs> see, I don't expect this to win, but I want more attention on the great form... Fa if it was great, it might have sold a few. Okay, so ev if everyone watching... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. If everyone watching WAN show... Okay, I don't have permission to view my own <laughs> channel. Um, see, this is what happens when you put Dan in charge. It was your decision! <laughs> it's probably Luke. Uh, uh, maybe. I don't even know what you guys are complaining about, but yeah, I did it. I blame Luke. Yep. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, wow, I'm not even, I'm, I, I can't, I can't. It's discontinued? Yeah, but he can get one. Okay, well, I can't see it. Anyway, the point is, the point is. You got a Hot Wheels PC. Okay, the, the point is. Um, if everyone watching the show right now goes right now and votes and for votes the Fairphone 5, can you stop? Can you stop? Okay. If everyone goes and votes for the Fairphone 5, we can win this. And then we can get a review of a legitimately interesting, more sustainable phone. They offer long-term software support, replacement hardware availability, all this cool stuff. I gotta admit, it's a bit of a brick. But I think we can I think we can do this. I think we can get a useful video about a real product that actually matters. Okay. So let's see. Are you guys doing it? You're not doing it. What is that what is the point of me even saying anything? Okay. No, they're not doing it. Dan, what is your way to get him out of this? Yeah, Dan, I'm. I want to hear yours first because I'm wondering if it's the same as mine. Let me. Today. Let me. Let me. Let me okay. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I want to type mine out just to see. I, I mean, I highly doubt this, but okay. Okay. Uh, today, the donor phone for his other phone arrived. Oh. This was yeah. We're not aligned. So I don't no. have to upgrade at all. No. I can just keep using my note. Yeah, you uh, my you uh, hired me, three. so I can just keep your phone alive forever with organs from younger phones. <laughs> <laughs> like billionaires. <laughs> yeah. 
Does it have to drink their blood? <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, if it's a billionaire. Um, okay, my, my argument... <laughs> It doesn't drink pool water, I'll tell you that much. My my argument is uh, current-gen operating system. Android 14 just dropped? It just got Android 13 like a couple months ago. Yeah, but it will not get Android 14, and Android 14 just dropped. We specifically said, as long as it supports up to like Android 12 or something like well, that. Well, 11 is the best. Well, yeah. I did tell you you're going to get trolled. Yeah, but I thought it would be... I thought it would be trolled like using iPhone. LG fucking wing? They literally, they found the gold. They found the most hilarious thing. It's the most hilarious thing, which is why it's getting the most votes. It, it actually, like, I don't know. If, if the goal is the funniest option, they definitely found it. The Fairphone is the most interesting this option. This is the phony McPhone face of responses. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, the Fairphone is the most interesting option. The wing is... The funniest option. This is so dumb. I have a I have another question for you. What? What phone do I get? What phone do you get? I I I committed many years ago that as long as Luke followed me oh, no, on no, this no, wild journey, this. he would yeah. always have he would always no, 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 have no, no, no. a good PC. I didn't mean PC. it in that way. I'm not giving you a phone. That, that was that never way. the deal. I wasn't asking for a free phone. I was asking what phone should I like buy? Yeah, yeah he's backpedaling now. No, no, no. I was I, classic, classic Luke. What phone am I getting? Oh well, I'm not God. giving you a phone. No, no, I wasn't asking for a phone. You know what? Now I want a phone. Fine, here. <laughs> I don't want that one. It's better than yours. At least it doesn't interfere with the mic. <laughs> it, it probably is better than mine. Um, no, but okay, so I was waiting you know, for the... Oh, you know what's really funny? Hold on. I'm totally no, going totally to totally interrupt you here. It's fine. You are, I think, the third person to see my video saying... I don't know what phone to buy. No. Who has seen that and asked me, what phone should I buy? Dude, I talked about this on Wayne Show months ago. I was going to wait for the, the Pixel 8 announcement and then potentially buy it. I literally lined this up oh, okay. months ago. Okay, well, multiple people like that I know personally have, have seen my video, just come across it because it got fed to them algorithmically. And we're like, your videos pop up sometimes, is blah, blah, the algorithms are cre creepy. I, I saw the title, you need a new phone. Hey, I didn't actually watch the video. Maybe they read the comments. But I'm hey. in the same boat. I was rocking my iPhone 7 caseless, but juggled it while I had a baby in the baby carrier, and it smashed. Curious if you have any recommendations. I'm just like, the, vi the video title was, I don't know what phone to get. And then you're like immediately, hey, Linus, what phone should I get? In all seriousness, though, I did have a good recommendation for them because I do actually know like what phone they should buy. If they've been using an iPhone since the iPhone 7, they should just get a new iPhone. Because clearly they're happy with the experience and a new iPhone is just going to be that, but like more better, which is probably yep. all they need. That sounds about right. Most people don't want to tinker with their phone. They just want to make phone calls and text people and install whatever mandatory app if for whatever stupid IoT thing they bought. Like that's, that's pretty much it for almost everyone I know who is not a technophile in my life. That's all they care about. Okay. I'm like navigation. Um, okay. I'm going to let you finish now. Uh, yeah, no, T-Swift. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like months ago, you you like asked me when I was going to get a new phone because my yeah. phone is doing interference and it's partially smashed and all this kind of stuff. And I said I was waiting for the, the Pixel 8 announcement. And then the Pixel 8 was announced. I get the Pixel 8 Pro. I feel like I'm like kind of 
sketched with Google, like pretty aggressively. And I'm not just saying that because you said in your video, I'm saying that because of domains and podcasts both being killed in the last little bit. Yeah. Clearly they don't care at all. So I, I think the commit level for Android is extremely high. I actually Android, have Android. Yes. I have another video. But what about pixel? Um, I think that Pixel and Android. You think there's are always like going to be a Pixel? Now. I don't. I think always is a really strong word, especially for a company like Google. <laughs> but I don't think that Pixel is going away anytime soon, especially because the Pixel has already kind of gone through its period of extremely high losses for Google, and it made it out of it. As far as I can tell, people that I know, again, back to the non-technophiles in my life, they're honestly a far more useful barometer than talking to people like you. It's like, if I, if I talk to you about like, oh, what are the coolest phones right now? You're going to, you're going to tell me, you know, some enthusiast shit that you read about on Reddit or something like that. Like that's, that's not useful to me. I want to talk to my aunt and my uncle and my, my siblings, uh, people who don't follow this stuff. Like what is actually penetrating outside of the tech bubble into, into these other spheres. Right. And pixel is showing up now. I'm hearing about pixels from other parents of kids at the, my kid's school, right? Like, so I, it seems like I still don't see a ton of them out in the wild, but it seems like it's shifting a little bit. It's shifting. It's, and I think that that momentum is going to carry on, especially now that Google is saying that they are doing what I've been saying someone on the Android side needs to do, which is commit to long-term software support for these bloody things. It's also, um, it's also great timing because the hardware has finally reached a point where I think it is actually conceivable that you might still want to be using that phone in seven years. Seven years. But remember Google's vertically integrated. Seven years is a long time but they're also committing to make sure it stays usable. And that hardware, it looks like they didn't talk about it much. Google committing, though, is like... I know, I know, I know. This is the whole problem. That's the whole problem. But, but, but sometimes Google does stuff and then is just like, ah, sorry, forget it. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do that anymore. Sometimes they take that approach. But then other times they really have shown incredible tenacity and long-term thinking. I actually, I I was planning to make a video about this and I think we'll do it because it's not really about anything specific. Oh wait, no. Yeah, no, I, okay, no, I thought of something specific we can make it about. There's like premium Chromebooks or something coming out or something like that. And so we'll, we'll kind of, we'll kind of tie it into that. But, but really what the video is going to be about is that Microsoft and Apple have lost an entire generation of computer users. Yeah, and I don't know if they even realize it yet. Yeah, no, okay. I, I, you said you're doing a video on this. Yes, good, because it's actually a very interesting conversation. One of the smartest things that Apple ever did oh, was yeah. get Macs into the classrooms. The educational discount, equipping every school I could think of with a computer lab full of Macs, was genius, absolute genius. Because when you're at the store. And the options are this thing I am familiar with and know how to if use. If you're a parent and don't really care that much. Or this thing that I have no idea how it works. Which one are you going to pick? But not, not even... So 
I yeah. mean, I mean, as an adult, yeah, like no, when no, you grow but, up. But I think even before then, oh, for the parents, like, yeah, it's it's whatever the kids come home and like, especially I you got to remember thing at school. I need one for home. You got to remember this is in the context of the '90s, right? The the '90s, early 2000s, when not every household had. I'm just trying to think. Did everyone I know have a computer in like 2001? Most did. Probably not all yet, though. A, a lot. Yeah, it was a, it was lot, a lot did. Late 90s, though, not everyone had a computer. Most not no. even. Yeah. Not even a little bit. That was a very, that was a very, man, looking back really at it, that was a jump. fast transition, especially given Dude, how expensive they were. Best Buy was popping back then. That's crazy. I used to go to Best Buy to like hang out. Um, I'm not so, even kidding. So, anyway, so, so back to, back, back to this whole thing. So, back then, yeah, the kid just telling the parents, yeah, this is the one that like we have at school. When the parents don't know how to use either of them yet and don't use either of them yet, unless they're using a computer for work, they would that could dictate their preference, right? And so now, now we're seeing that with Chromebooks. My kids have to have a Chromebook for school. If they didn't have Windows machines at home for gaming, they would have more hours logged in Chrome OS than they would have in Mac OS and Windows combined. And, oh, this is happening, this is such a slow boil. It's happening so slowly and so quietly that I feel like a lot of people aren't noticing this. Chromebooks can have Steam now. And they just like, can have x86 processors or like, you know, they, I didn't they, know that. And they can have, and yeah, oh no, that's been for a long time. Long I didn't time. know that. And, and, now, and now, like, better, more premium ones are coming out that might actually have decent onboard graphics. You could play some Sea of Stars. You know, play some, some older games, some pixel art style games. Proton? Play some Overcooked. Um, no, no, I don't think so. Is it Proton? I'm actually not sure. There's definitely native games, but you might need Proton. Does it use Proton? Steam on... Did my dad just come in here? I had a computer in 1983. Well, yeah, we know. We know, Rob. <laughs> Have I told you the, the Alter story? Yes, it is Proton. Yeah, yeah, so they're using Proton. And then, hold on, we'll get to that. It's okay. We'll get to that. And then... And then the thing is, Proton is getting so much better quietly, quietly in the background. Oh, it's just Steam Deck. It's just Steam Deck. Is the year of the Linux desktop going to be f***ing Chrome OS? <laughs> uh, depending on how this whole Windows 12 subscription thing goes, maybe. Like what? Yeah, maybe. So, 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 sorry to back to my back to my point about Google having extremely an extremely long game approach sometimes. I think that Pixel is their long game answer to Apple not just completely owning the North American smartphone market. Okay, I have a I think they need it. I have an offer, a question, and a story. Okay, let's go with the story, because I think it's about your dad and okay. his computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when my dad was uh, up at the altar getting married to my mom, he leans in uh, and tells her, uh, I bought a computer this morning. <laughs>
I would have waited until after. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I, think, I might have gotten some part of that wrong, but it's assen- it's essentially that amazing story. Clearly, I wasn't alive for it, but great story, and I believe it a hundred percent. Super sick. We always had computers around. Um, for uh, for my birthday one year, I got a definitely legit uh, CD. I'm pretty sure it was actually a CD with just a whole bunch of games, names of games written on it. You put it in, you could load any of them up. It was awesome. It was sick. That was like, that was huge at that time. All true. Yeah, apparently I nailed it. Let's go. Um, Okay, which one next? I don't remember the other thing. I'll take the offer. The offer. Oh. It's probably going to be a bad offer. It is. Yeah. You're stuck with the wing. Okay. I can take the Fairphone. Or the Note 9. No, I don't. (laughs) Tell you what. Let's let Reddit decide which of Linus's phones. There's the broken Fold 3. Not for long. The working. Hey, I'll take that one. The working Note 9. I'll take that one. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but this is Dan telling you that. Yeah, I I trust him. He's good at fixing stuff, legitimately. Yeah, but he doesn't even know if it's fixable yet. Yeah, uh, you could literally end he'll up with find a, a way. broken phone. He'll find a way. Well, the <laughs> side screen on the new one works. The so. Note 9 at least works. <laughs> it's like more smashed up than my phone is. <laughs> um, okay, uh, then, the, then the question, Fine, I guess. that's your question. Uh, why the Pro? Uh, oh, I... Because um, it's like, it's a lot more. It's $300 more, US. So it's like 400 Canadian dollars more. And from what I could tell, it's not that huge of a jump. So... Ram... The camera is a lot better and it's better in ways that I think with advancements in computational photography over the next seven years, which is a long time, um, that I think it will provide a much better platform for taking better pictures for longer. That is my theory. I don't actually have anything to back that up, but I think having those better sensors in the in the ultra wide and in the telephoto are going to be um, significant. I know you don't take a ton of pictures, and I know it's not the most important aspect of a phone's performance for you. I do you. take pictures, though. And it is pretty cool whenever you're in a moment when, like, there's a group of people taking pictures, and they're like, all right, who has, like, the best camera? And you can be like... Yo. Um, me. It also has a bigger screen, which you have large hands. What is your excuse for using a smaller screen? Like, why would you... Like, I have to. <laughs> Like, just use a bigger phone. This, like, what are you, dumb? This, like, I, Are you angry about this? No, not no. even a little bit. Small, get a, just small just phones, get a f***ing Pixel 8 Pro. <laughs> small phone syndrome. Small phones aren't allowed to, yeah. big hands. Um, well, no, they're, I'm just... They're for me! <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying that... You can't, you can't take them. <laughs> if you can comfortably use them, then, like, I, I can't see a reason not to have more screen real estate, you know, remoting into systems or whatever else. It's just, it's just really nice to have. Uh, also, your eyes suck. <laughs> they're pretty okay up close yeah i just i just i you know what just I, trying to throw shots <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um oh my goodness yeah so other other reasons is that it's not just photos anymore so now all of a sudden with that with that new hdr enhancement and night sight for video again Ooh. i think that i didn't notice the that was better a camera platform you're gonna have the better potential for processing um, there's going to be in the long term. This is purely speculative, though. I, I, have, I have no way to back this up. The four gigs of RAM is fairly intriguing to me in, in regarding long term. You know what I mean? Because we, we, we've watched this steady march 
always. Yeah. Things either become, uh, you know, coded in a way where you know the developer just didn't literally care in the slightest, um, or just actually very inefficient, or just actually bigger programs that need more RAM, even if they are coded very well, etc. Yep. But the the march of things that eat more RAM is just constant. Yep. Um, so and I don't know. you are the kind of person like you got you always got to think about when someone asks for a recommendation, who are they? You know, who is this person, right? And so you're the kind of person that when I think about that, I go, oh, no, he actually conceivably could use this thing for seven years. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. But then you've been burned on pixels. Every time you've bought them, you've been unhappy yes. with them. For a while, not forever. I was, I was really, really early on in the Nexus train. Loved it. Loved the really yeah. early pixels. It's the last two pixels that I've had that have both had a lot of problems. I've heard from other people that have had the same pixel as me. I think Conrad, I don't remember, that they had a great time. So I don't know that this is universal, but I ha I had I've always had tons of issues. My phone since the day I've had it, the whole time I've had it has had this issue where the uh, the drag down tray at the top at the top, sorry. Yeah. will just randomly shoot down. Okay. So I'm like trying to do something on my phone. It's just like, Bleh! I'm like, that's ah, really annoying. Or like literally while I'm typing things, like you call up something and they're like, enter your whatever. And you go to type it in. It'll just turn the screen off. Nice. And I turn it back on and then I'm moving my finger to press the next button. I'll turn the screen off again. It's like, oh my God. Oh, the, oh like, that the, happens like, near, a lot on my the note. The near sensor yeah, thing. Yeah, the proximity yeah. sensor yeah, at the top. Yeah, it's in a really inconvenient spot on this phone too. So you'll go to, and it stops. It's oh no, mine will, mine will like, I'll have my phone just on the table next to me yeah i'm i'm no, there's nothing on top of it there's nothing there and it'll just be like whipping the the top tray up and down rapidly and it'll like turn the screen off randomly when i didn't actually manually do Sick. it like it just it's just terrible people are saying rma yeah good luck yeah they they will tell you that they won't fix it because they're just I like wish, I, I wish that i could recommend to you you know, the 2023 edition of the Note 9. Going back to this phone, there's definitely things about it that are that are dated. It's pretty, it's pretty slow by modern standards. Uh, but like, <laughs> compared to the... F okay, here, hold on, hold on. I've actually got it with me. You have spirits around you? Yeah, I don't know. This, my, my last Pixel I had some problems with. I think it was like call reception or something. I don't remember what it was. Compared to the Fairphone in the hand... Wow, what the heck? Just, uh, just you know, it feels it feels downright modern, and the Fairphone feels downright. The Fairphone definitely does not feel modern at all. Downright brick-like. Um, I don't mind it too much, but it is it is a it is a thick boy. It's definitely it's definitely chubby. No, um, no jack? What? No, no headphone jack. Even Fairphone doesn't have a headphone jack anymore. I mean, it's thick enough. You'd think they'd just do it. <laughs> I'm not even like trying Luke's to Luke's review. Um, <laughs> like this thing, if I could just get this, but more moderner and more better, I, I would absolutely take it. Integrated stylus. Okay, you got the headphone jack, micro SD. Um, I don't think. Oh yeah, it's dual SIM or SIM plus micro SD. Uh, you know what I have found That's myself cool. using That's a really lot cool. is the iris scanner. I, I didn't even think about it all the years I was using it, and I didn't really miss it with the fold. 
because you know the, the location of the fingerprint sensor it's was very good. convenient anyway and yeah. whatever but there have been times ever since i switched back to it that i'm like oh my hands are wet. oh it doesn't matter boop and i'm and i'm into it again um i man i just it doesn't have a stupid gaping bullet exit wound hole in its display for no reason it had like i i still think this might be the phone that had the skinniest top bar but that contains everything and that you just have a perfectly square display with no holes or or notches or anything like that i just ah it doesn't exist so oh well uh wait we're supposed to do a couple here's the next hold on here's the next question i have one more thing oh okay now what bundle do you get bundle because if well, I you thought go, the, I thought the Pro comes with the Pixel Buds, or the Pixel Watch Two. Oh well, ugh. And here's a weird caveat. Yeah. Pretty much both of them, I'm just going to be reselling, because oh. I like can't do wearables because I'm gonna just lose them immediately. Okay. That's well, been I mean, a thing forever. And then the earbuds, I have that like ear thing, so I can only wear the ones that like hook in my ears. I can't yeah. wear the and those are the insert ones. Get the watch sure. and try it, then flip it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. All right. Because, yeah, I mean, maybe the watch will actually be good maybe. this time. Maybe. Yeah, apparently they fixed the battery life issues, so you should be getting, like, 24 hours. So There are some things, uh, heart rate tracking, stuff like that, I think I've been thinking for a long time yeah. I should probably get a watch for. Um, but I haven't wanted to get an Apple Watch because... <laughs> well, my experience of having having uh, AirPods and needing to use those with my Android phone, I'm like yeah, I I haven't oh. asked anyone. No, you can't use an Apple Watch with uh, with an Android phone. Oh yeah, perfect. Oh, so if you want to know why I was wearing one for so long, it's just like a protest. I was just memeing. for the meme. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I I was literally just using an Apple Watch as a watch. It did absolutely nothing else other than tell the time. <laughs> and I I don't know. I was it was it was my silent protest. Uh, about the state of Android wearables is that I would rather wear an Apple Watch that does nothing but tell the time than wear an Android wearable. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you do we, I uh, have you been able to use the watch yet? Which one, the Pixel Watch Two? Yeah, I didn't even know we had it yet. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't touched. Okay. I, I haven't touched the Pixel Eight or Pixel Eight Pro yet. Okay, here's the next color. I'm just gonna just go you're through just the whole. Just gonna keep asking questions. Yeah, you the know, whole, the entire shopping. You're experience. going to have. You're going to have to actually send a merch I'm, message if I'm you want to sure. ask me another question. <laughs> Archive. What what color? <laughs> oh, I don't care. Just put a D brand skin on it. Oh. What does it matter? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of stupid question. It is that? looks like the screen's broken on this one. That's a really weird slash photo short for Let's use. go. Doesn't that look like broken screen? Yeah, it does actually look like kind of a broken screen. How did they choose that? That one also almost yeah, looks like broken. Floatplane Chad's asking what financing should he get? Yeah. Well, go go to Dell. Apparently, apparently, it's a good question. Dell Financial Services is not in Canada anymore, which is why they didn't offer us financing. Oh. Not because they just are, you know aren't pushy about it necessarily. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, oh man, no. I'm so excited for the next part of Secret Shopper, guys. We look at all the systems. We see if there's any shipping damage. Spoiler alert: there is. Ooh. Yeah. So man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a freaking roller coaster. And then I think next week we're gonna be shooting the next part where we look at. Um, Guys, tech support help me that's more shot already that's shot already uh shay was in here for i think one day doing the ordering let's just say it wasn't one day oh to get all the tech support stuff done so Ooh. yeah there's there's definitely going to be some interesting stuff i don't know anything about it yet but i do know that it took a long time 
what carrier would, would you like to discuss that as well ah, you, actually you, no you know any any accessories or ah. you know what cell phone plan anything like that no no okay. not carrier cell phone all right you're plan done now we can actually do merch messages you're now you're just paying for it for okay, sure okay all right <laughs> This is this is true. Company phone plan. <laughs> this is true. We have company phone plans. It's one of our perks. Yeah, it's on the website. If you go to linusmediagroup.com/jobs uh, and you scroll down to the bottom, apparently no one does that, but it lists uh, lists a bunch of benefits. I don't know. You no, might want to read them. No, it's a horrible place to work. <laughs> it's a horrible place to work. We're a cheapskate employer. I mean, my experience today, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do got snacks though. Hey, the snacks are pretty good. It's pretty nice. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, what are merch messages? Yeah, yeah, right. Merch messages are the way to interact with the show. And I apparently triggered one of our regular viewers extremely hard last week when I said, hey, guys, we don't have a straight up donation because from our point of view, you should get something when you spend money. Uh, we don't have a straight up donation. So if you really want to just donate, you can buy a gift card on the store and then just never spend it. And they must have an accounting background because they were extremely upset about the growing liability that we would be carrying ah. in terms of this like, um, like unserviced or this like unaccounted for like effective debt that we have to it's it's okay don't don't worry most people most people actually do want things whether they whether they realize it or not most people once they've handed the money over do spend the gift cards oh maybe i should use this yeah exactly hey, that screwdriver is actually pretty cool yeah exactly so whenever we say hey if you just want to send in a merch message and just donate to the show we're not actually asking for for Which, your free money we we want you guys to get something and but you just don't have to have it today you can you can pick up a gift card now and then you can spend it later i don't care i'm also speaking of which if you if you end up doing that like a lot um and you end up saving up like a fair amount of money worth of gift cards we're i know it's like the ltt store thing to release products when they are like exactly 180 days out of season um but <laughs> but there's actually some like really nice jackets i prefer i prefer to um message it as we release products when they are exactly 100 percent ready there you go yeah there. and yeah. sometimes and that just always it always takes about half a year longer than you'd like. <laughs> you get the idea at the right time, but then you have to perfect it and it takes too long. But anyways, yeah, yeah like some of those, like, it's, it's, it's very expensive, but that 3D down jacket is like the nicest jacket ever. So that's yeah, pretty cool. Luke loves the 3D it's down really jacket. Nice. I actually really like the 3D down jacket. This season, though, I'm actually wearing the rain jacket. Or what do we call it? I, I, I think it's windbreaker or rain jacket. I don't remember yeah, which. Yeah, it's, sorry, I think we don't, advertise it as a rain jacket uh but we we def it's definitely Jackets. a really good one. windbreaker yeah windbreaker yeah oh i, I actually love the windbreaker right, right now, now in like this climate that's perfect for sure yep yeah. uh but that's not the big one that we are talking about this no. week oh right how to send a merch message so that's what you're looking at down there they go to our producer dan hey there he is um and 
he will either send them to someone internally who can answer your question and get back to you later, or he will respond to you down here, or he'll just throw your message up here if it's like, hi, mom, um, or he will curate them for us to talk about later on the show. So he's got a couple curated ones to hit us with now. But first, I just want to show you guys what we've got going on on the show. Oh, hey, I guess um, Tatiana's off probation. Cool. Uh, we <laughs> have brought back the short circuit long sleeve. She's our um, like material materials specialist so she's working on some really cool stuff that we've got coming with basically what we realized is that we are we really like to pick really cool and awesome materials but sometimes we run into development problems like you were saying that make our products take a really long time because we don't have like a scientific background in materials so Tatiana does. Now we do. Yeah. So, nice. so she's been working on things like, um, you know, quantifying water resistance of various materials or, or, or helping us identify why that material stretches in a way that makes it not really suitable for this style of garment and how hey, we can modify Jane. it and stuff like that. Um, so the long sleeve short circuit T-long? Really? Is that what we call it? No. Short, cir short circuit long sleeve shirt uh, is finally back. The story wow. behind this one is hilarious. We, we conceived of the design ages ago, and then we printed it on these American Apparel long sleeves, and then they were like too long for me, and I was like, oh, this is a really weird shirt. Um... It's too long, and uh, but we already printed them all, so Some I guess we'll sell it long. and just so we'll sell it and we'll just say up front that it's a <laughs> lanky fit, and so it's back. It's back with the nice long sleeves that you guys remember. Of course, if you have shorter arms, you can just bunch it up. Uh, Yvonne absolutely loves this one, wears it all the time, but now it is even better because it is made out of the same material as RTs. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. So it's got that same great fit, that same super cool design, and a better material than the old American Apparel-based one that we were never able to get back in stock, which is why we never did another printing of them. So LTT, first-party long sleeves are finally here. Uncle Skip, I will get you one. He bothers me like every six months. About these? His American Apparel one, like, ripped around the oh, collar, yeah. uh, which was, was apparently an issue with some American Apparel garments, which is one of the reasons that we pursued getting our own. Um, and so he bothers me about it. Like, every once in a while, he's like, hey, have you restocked that yet? I'm like, okay, yes, 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 yes. I will get you one. <laughs> I will get you one. Um, yeah. Yeah, really excited about that. We also have... What's, what's the other thing we're supposed to talk about on the store? I've always liked the aesthetic of having design stuff on, like, the arms and then not a ton on, like, the trunk. I really like this shirt. Oh, my God. The bread plushie um, <laughs> is available for pre-order. Yes, we are doing a pre-order because, no, I am not just going to produce an arbitrary number of bread plushies and then just hope we sell them. <laughs> we are going to produce exactly, and exactly the number that people order, plus a few extras just in case of RMA. Yes, yes, you can squeeze my bun. It's so squishy. Yeah, it is very squishy. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's up on the store. Also, oh... Hey, uh, Dan, we might need to throw you on the camera real quick here. Oh, yeah. There. It's Luke Cam. 
I just put it on the loot cam. <laughs> the, the people have better things to do than sit and wait for Wancho. Wait, no, they don't. <laughs> uh, we have two new pins on the store. We're calling them fail plane pins. Yeah, there's an, there's an explanation for that. Oh, gosh. Do we have more Zoom, Dan? Luke, are you really going to hold it up where the lower third is? No, I'm trying to... Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay. Don't switch to this camera. But I did. Uh, is it, does it need to be back here? Dan, are you okay? No. Oh, yeah, there we go. No, we can see it, Dan. We're good. Okay, we're calling these, we're calling these fail plane pins. Uh, our our pin correctly. supplier, there was a bit of a miscommunication with our pin supplier, and our upcoming order of float plane pins got, well... Float. They got screw, screwed up. Um, so now we have these. We didn't want to throw them in the trash, so we decided to accept the order for them and list them for free as a bonus bin item. So in the bonus bin item, we have these pins that are not exactly the design that we intended. Like, I think they have fill in them when they're not supposed to yeah. or something like that. So if I remember correctly, it's, it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, they have kind of like a, like an iridescent, multicolored thing, kind of like some of the, the oh. RGB ones we've done in the past. So it kind of looks like that on the back. Uh, they really can't see that, Luke. I think to... it's easier to see on the black one, Luke, particularly on the edge of it. Yeah. Okay. I don't and know. This is hard to watch, you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can totally see it, like the purple-blue kind of... Uh... Yeah, so that color yeah. was supposed to be like inside the wings on here. Got so it. they still look... Great, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, still look super cool. But it technically okay, wasn't... Thanks, Dan. It technically wasn't what... We ordered. We ordered. Um, so we're calling them fail plane pins. Yeah. And when you place an order, you'll see them in the bonus bin. Uh, you can pick all kinds of cool stuff in the bonus bin. We, like, intentionally put really good stuff in there all the time so that people will see them and be like, oh, wow, what a cool yeah. bonus in this bin. I honestly... I, I, I see the, the design idea of having it filled. Like, it, it does look kind of, like, partially done. Mm -hmm. But... I think there's going to be some people like these more anyways. Yeah. So like, cool. You can get them for free. So the float plane pins will come at some point. Wings like the LG wing. No! <laughs> I'm not talking about that anymore. Uh, the last thing for the store is actually a huge announcement. We have been oh, added yeah. to YouTube's affiliate program. Yeah. So if your channel, if you are a creator watching this, for example, with like tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands or millions of followers or subscribers, I guess they're called on YouTube. I, mean, I don't know. I'm new to the platform. Um, if you are a creator, our channel is enabled for product tagging on YouTube. So you can tag LTT products like the screwdriver and earn a commission whenever your viewers buy one. Uh, this includes screwdriver, stubby screwdriver, desk pads, and more. If you are a creator in the U.S., who does not currently have access to this program, all you got to do is comment down below saying something like, uh, please add me to the YouTube affiliate program. Uh, let's, let's go with that. Uh, we can't promise that everyone will be accepted into the program. You have to have a considerable number of subscribers and a lot of active viewership on your it's channel, not, It's obviously. not even us doing the accepting. Yeah. So like, yeah, we... I don't know. I think... I don't have a ton of details, yeah. um, but we have asked our YouTube contacts to take a look through the comments and add some of the eligible creators who comment down below. And if there's some of them that you know don't comment down below, but we think would be great candidates, then maybe we'll reach out. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's anyone's job not specifically. Not even really sure how it works. Yeah, not 100% sure how it works. I just found out about this right before the show, but it's super cool, super exciting. I believe the commission... 10%? I think? I don't think we actually know. Oh, okay. 
It might be that. I mean, it though. costs us money, so I hope we know yeah. at some point. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> wait, maybe that's right. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, the point is that it's you like will, a bunch, though. Yeah, you'll get an affiliate commission for every every backpack or every screwdriver or every whatever else it is that you sell. So, uh, yeah, super exciting. You know, we're we're getting into the big leagues, and as far as you know, ethical affiliate programs go, I think one that is embedded directly on YouTube is pretty above board and I'm pretty transparent. Down. So I think it's great. We talked be about honest. that before. Yeah, I think this is really cool. I think it's kind of neat. We we sent all those screwdrivers out. So a bunch of creators just already have them. Yeah. So if you just use it in a video. And just like just just link it. Yeah. Then people can just buy it and then you can just get like seven bucks or whatever every time that happens. That will add up extremely quickly. Sounds pretty sick to me. Yeah. I yeah, it's cool. Super cool. All right, why don't we do a couple also, merch messages, us, Dan? You know, you know we, we get questions about this through merch messages every once in a while. Those like, what made it feel like a real company? This is like a... Oh, this is big this real company This feels like energy. a real company moment, yeah. Huge sure. real company energy. Yeah. All, All right. right, here's some uh, merch messages. DLL, I enjoy the watching the pre-WAN show chit-chat and the interesting topics of that day. When you're not planning a WAN show, like on other weeknights, uh, do you always have late night making videos? Not always. Um, we definitely do end up. We definitely do end up doing it sometimes. But as we've as we've grown as a as a company, um, we have tried to not do that as much. Um, I mean, oh man, does it ever happen sometimes? Though, like I was here. Uh, until 9 or 9.30, shooting the iPhone 15 Pro short circuit. Um, what else have we have we been at for a really long time recently? Man, I'd have to I'd have to fire up the channel to kind of to kind of see. And I got to tell you, the the energy on set during those times is very similar to the pre-show, <laughs> just because everyone's tired, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're we're doing our we're doing our best to to keep the energy up, but it's like it gets kind of silly. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um. Oh man, all the members only stuff kind of clutters up the interface now for me when I'm just looking at the public facing channel. Uh, by the way, there are some amazing There's a solution float plane exclusives that have come out lately. Yeah. Um, these are you basically members on our channel is just float plane, but worse. Yeah. So you pay more for no reason other than that you just didn't feel like entering your credit card into our website. The newlywed game videos, yeah, are actually hilarious so far. They're so good. I've seen actual newlywed games at actual weddings, and honestly, found most of them relatively stale. Well, these are funny. So here's a thing. Um, I forget who I was talking to. I think it might have been David, the cam camera cinematographer, David. And um, he made an observation that, uh, you know, he spends probably more time with me than anyone else, like in his entire life. And it's like, yeah, as one of our, as and one like of our. like doing varied things too. All kinds of different things. Yeah. Um, and and it's one of those things that I think we don't necessarily think about sometimes how much of our lives we spend with our colleagues, particularly the ones that we work with relatively closely. Um, like David and I shoot together a lot. Like same for me. I, I spend a ton of my waking hours with David. 
I mean, we're not always, you know, having a heart to heart conversation or anything like that, but we are certainly in each other's presence and trying to make it not awful for each other. You know, like we're, we're interacting yeah, yeah, with yeah. each other. Um, uh, where was I going with this? Right. So, so there are probably boss, um, like, like, uh, I don't know what's, what's the opposite of that, whatever. There are probably colleague relationships yeah. in this building where those two people have spent more time with each other over the last three years or even a greater period of time than they have with their own spouses. Like there are probably work relationships here where people have spent more time with that person than someone has with someone else before actually marrying them is what I'm kind of trying to say. So I can see why it would be absolutely flippin' hilarious. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of really great exclusive. This ended up being a fully exclusive video. Uh, me and Luke trying out Starfield. Yep. Um, typing test but on alternate keyboard layouts uh, that one ended up being actually really funny uh yvonne's first time one is actually really good it ends up mostly just being an interview with yvonne about sort of the company and and the early days and and starting out and stuff uh the first time series is is people reacting to their first time on camera but with yvonne her first time on camera is extremely complicated i spent way too much time going back through the entire back catalog on our channel and finding even blurs of pixels that were Yvonne. Like when she was shooting something and moved the camera <laughs> and was caught in a reflection for a moment. I'm like, well, well te technically that was actually her first appearance on the channel, <laughs> but you couldn't see her at all. Uh, so it's, it's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. Um, all right, Dan. Hit us with a couple merch messages. Oh, wait, there's one more. I got one more for you. Yeah. Hi, LLD. Oh, wait, no. Oh, so, right. Subscribe to Floatplane, floatplane.com. Um, LMG.gg slash floatplane is actually, I think, the best way to get to it. If you want to get... The uh, sorting is, like, legitimately better. Access saying. to exclusives. Oh, I mean... Creative yeah. subchannels is, like... That's probably worth showing, actually. So, uh, Floatplane is just plain you can also expand the size so better. he has it he has it shrunk down so you can see just the individual oh, icons sorry but behind where we are right now so this this frame that i'm currently in is covering up a ui element that makes it so you can expand it so you can see the channel names but you can also have it shrunk if you want whatever else the trash network also has sub channels so you can see how his is set up yeah I just find it a lot easier. So if you're looking for Floatplane exclusives, I suspect a rather common path is to go on Floatplane, expand the channel you're looking for, click on the exclusives tab, and then see the new stuff. Yeah. Or just go to individual channels, whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah lots of lots and lots of good exclusives lately. Yeah. All right. One more. Hi, LLD. Linus, how do you deal with being tech-cursed? As a fellow cursed one, watching I'm Staying on AMD got me quite baffled. You had never experienced such blue screens up to that point. Um, I mean, I've experienced some doozies of blue screens, but one thing that wasn't captured was uh, that it changed. That was a still picture of it. It did some stuff. It was a pretty trippy blue screen. Um, as for how I deal with being tech cursed, I mean... I understand that it's self-inflicted. Yeah. If I, I wanted, say, if I wanted my stuff to work, then I would it, never touch anything yeah. newer than three, four years old. Yeah. I'd, I'd be running like 10th gen processor. Running bleeding and, edge stuff and doing it in weird ways is like half the fun. I mean, it's right in the name, right? It's the bleeding edge. You get yeah. cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Like people were, and I get it, and it's fair, but people were roasting me for my GPU configuration. I'm like, I think it's sick. 
I think it's awesome. The fact that that works and has worked with no issue for so long is like, that's wicked. And the thing is that how do we learn unless we push the limits, right? Like, yeah. Using a GPU on a riser is not invalid. People put GPUs on risers just for the sake of having them vertically in their system so that they look cool or whatever. Um, I ran a computer in a fish tank. You think I did that because I thought it would work really well? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, hey, Luke Luke walked so that my land center can run. All those GPUs are using risers. Hey, but hey. We, we learned some things and we got special risers. That video is coming out, I think, this weekend. We got special risers that are made by, I want to say, C-Pain custom PCB design or something like that. Yeah. Uh, wow. I know, C-Pain. Any relation to... Okay, no, it doesn't matter. The point is that we've got these special risers that work amazing. They've, they've been absolutely flawless so far um, to run 3080s in the front of the racks yeah. when the motherboards are in the back because cool. we had signaling issues with DisplayPort um, that we couldn't get around running internal extensions from the mm -hmm. GPUs inside running to the back where we had them before. So that, that, whole, that whole thing's coming out. We finally, finally have the One U gaming systems to their final form. And honestly, I'd like to see someone make a case that's kind of based on what we did because I think it's not that stupid. Like rack, rack mount now gaming PC. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think if you took a lot of the ideas and did a 2U instead, so mm -hmm. that you can actually, because the 2U crosses that threshold to the, into where you can actually use reasonably sized fans. You can use 80 millimeter fans. There are radiators for 80 mil fans that you what can- do you, What are you on at 1U? 40, 40? Oh yeah, that's kind of gross. Yeah, they're, they're little, little tiny wimpy little things. So that's why we have the radiators and the pumps external for the whole thing. Have I shown you? Like, have you been to my place? Have I shown no, you the just setup video. lately? You keep oh. telling me we're going to land, and then you don't tell me when. Well, you saw the message, right? Yeah, but when? Well, I, the, the date isn't set yet. Oh. No, I mean, you saw, there's a, there's a survey. You, you have to weigh in on the date. Oh, 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 no, I didn't. Was that just in Teams? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll see you. Get soon. wrecked. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, soon. yeah, no, um, yeah, yeah, we, we, there's a land. All right. We're landing. All right. All right, let's go. All right. Yeah, we got to play some, uh, play some, play some CE. Yeah. Play some Worms Armageddon. CE. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That took me a sec. Took me a sec. All right. Give us, give us one more, Dan. How, oh, how many people? So. Because that's a team's invite. I should probably explain. We were supposed to do a video for Ubiquity. Ah, uh, yep. Talking about how, how we ran Whale Land at LTX. Um, Ubiquity are our bros, and... Um, we were we we said uh, we would make a video about that, and then we didn't. Yep. And so I first heard about that very recently. Yep. And um, I was in a brainstorming session for how we make a video about how we ran a land that is already over, <laughs> and I went new land. But at your house. Well, here's the thing: my house is already ubiquitied up the butt. Yep. With all the same gear. Oh no, I'm not against it. Makes sense. And but how many people? Well, it has to be at least the kind of size that we would need some switches and stuff. So our goal is somewhere between 60 and 100. 
where are you gonna it's a big house but where are you gonna put them all i don't know okay but it's gonna, it's be, gonna be really fun be like partially outdoors which would be sick so, to be honest so, but a little weather dependent yeah so i i think this is interesting for a lot of reasons um I want to see how close. I I, I told uh, I told Jake we need to get a clamp meter for the the main power line running into the house yeah. to see how close we get to our actual service <laughs> yeah. um, capacity. Start borrowing power from the neighbors. It's like borrowing water back in the day, hoses for the pool, but instead it's power for the land. <laughs> I suspect we're gonna have to open up a lot of doors and windows. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. I think we have. Oh, what's a typical typical service? I if you if you don't get the power meter all that close, which I suspect you will, but if you don't, just get everyone to like benchmark at the same time. I think we have a 120 amp Fur service. Mark. I want to say, uh, I, I I don't I don't remember what's typical, but we have a little bit higher than typical, so maybe 80 amp. I, I can't remember, mm. but basically. We should be able to run almost a hundred computers, which would which would be like uh, you know I don't know somewhere between fifty and a hundred thousand watts or something stupid like that. So it's going to be um, interesting. It's honestly you know <sighs> parking. I suspect people are going to carpool. Oh yeah, well nah, no, we'll figure fine. it out. Yeah, people will carpool. That's okay. Um, or they'll park far away and then they'll they'll ride in together. It's like anything. Yeah. Um, we'll make it work. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So it's not it's not just you. Like let the crew know because we need heads. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Bring the boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, right. Well, yeah, it's a it's a land. What, what what do you think? This well, I didn't is? know. Like I did I haven't read the post. <laughs> well. Okay. I was busy. I was just trying to emails. You want me to do that? I actually didn't mean to throw that. I dropped it. It was a, it was a dropping, <laughs> with distinct dropping motion. Um, all right. Sorry, Dan. One more. Yeah, I've actually got a LAN-related one here. Oh, excellent. Oh, wow. A couple of weeks ago, you talked about doing an internal LAN party. Would you ever do a retro LAN with 98-era Windows machines? Oh. Because I have over 30 LAN party-ready IBM T42 laptops with Windows 98 from 2001 laptops i'm gonna go with probably not no. um that's cool they're laptops yeah so you didn't really game much on laptops back in the day i don't think well you can yeah sure play liero <laughs> what it's a good game you have missed speed run competitions um <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> i bet you people do that that would be a very interesting yeah, land party. I mean, rule 43, I bet people, you know, have... Miss speed run 51 seconds? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Is it 51 seconds or 51 minutes? It's probably seconds, if I'm perfectly honest. I think that's seconds. It's seconds. I, I, it's I, I, definitely I'm, we're seconds. We're watching this. Okay, guys, just, just load it up on YouTube. Load hey, there's an YouTube. ad There's an ad for LTT the screwdriver. The ad is going to take longer than the speed Yeah, run. but it's for LTT <laughs> screwdriver. Nice. Uh, spoilers for Mist if you haven't played it yet. I, I don't think we're Seriously, actually watching Dan? it. <laughs> I'm watching it. Yeah, but I don't think we're like. No, no, we're screen. not. We're not because we don't yeah. want to. We yeah, don't yeah. want to. It's a good RPG on YouTube. The title leeches. of the video is Miss Speedrun 51 Seconds World Record. And this is like the most impossible thing to. Wow, the longest thing is waiting for the valve to turn. Wow. Oh, wow. You might get sick watching this. They must be like 
freaking okay they, that, yeah they that, memorized that technique with the like the tape so you can press the left click faster and you just roll up the thing do you not know about this no oh yeah you put like you put like electrical tape on your click and then you just rub the tape and it yeah. like it's so you can fire faster like, like mechanical versus software engineering solutions i know it's right? so interesting yeah you just get auto clicker and just tell it to click right but that's cheating so is that no that's not cheating that's, uh, that's performance sure, enhancing drugs Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay that was really fast it felt it seemed like they were clicking that fast at times that was wild that yeah, was maybe. a that was a heck of a ride maybe I, anyways okay new topic yeah what do you want to talk about i feel like i picked all the topics today <sighs> haven't we only done like one i feel like we did at least oh two. we did one and then we did your phone and my phone um, I don't know. There is one I'm going to want to talk about. Where is it? All right, let's do it. Where is it? Are you really going to pick that? What? The thing that you're going to pick. Epic Games changes oh, licenses okay. for Unreal. All right, sure. What did you think? I thought you were going to pick something stupider. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, Luke's summary at the top of the show was not accurate. It looks like Unreal licensing structure for game developers won't change. Yeah, no, that isn't what I said. Okay. All right. Here we go. Anyways. I thought, I thought that was what you said, too. I might have said it wrong. That isn't what I meant, is what I'll say. Okay. Um, so we can both be right. Yeah. <laughs> Cringe handshake. <laughs> um, Next Epic you're going to hug. It's going to be disgusting. <laughs> Epic Games has announced that they will... I, I probably said it wrong. I don't know. Whatever. Epic Games has announced that they will move to an Adobe-style seat-based licensing structure next year. This also means they will begin charging developers outside of the game industry. That's the point that people are glomming onto, to be very clear. Developers outside of the game industry. Unreal Engine has been free to download since 2015 and currently only takes a 5% cut of revenue after a game built on top of it surpasses 1 million in revenue. However, the Unreal the Unreal is also commonly used to create <laughs> detailed mockups in manufacturing and virtual sets in films and television shows. Um, for example, The Mandalorian. And Game Linked. Die. Yeah. That's true. Epic Games has been having significant financial problems and recently laid off over 800 staff with successful subsidiaries like game developer uh, Media Tonic, the creators of Fall Guys, uh, being hit particularly hard. Uh, it appears that Epic has been overspending its revenue in part due to its ongoing 2020 legal suit against Apple and Google for removing Fortnite from the digital storefronts in late 2022. Epic was likewise fined $520 million for unwanted in-game purchases in Fortnite beginning in 2017. Oh, sorry. That's what happened in 2022. Uh, the 2020 legal suit against Apple and Google. And then in 2022, they were fined half a billion for unwanted oh, in-game purchases. Oh, that began in 2017. Yep. Got it. Um, Discussion question. How do you have this many money problems and not... Twig? Not that maybe you should charge Disney for using your software. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, all right. Well, good luck, Epic. Um, Epic's done some stuff really right, and they've done some stuff really I don't like as much. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean... I'm pro competition. I don't want them going anywhere necessarily. Epic Game Store might not be a, a big competitor for Steam, but they are one of the only even somewhat valid competitors for Steam right yeah, now. Yeah, Origin so. and Uplay just might as well not exist. Yeah. And like Battle.net, 
doesn't matter. And GOG, come on, GOG. GOG, yeah, they, they do good in their little, in their niche. They do in good in their niche. niche. I mean, hey, look, Baldur's Gate 3 is on GOG. If you bought Baldur's Gate 3 on Steam, why? Ask yourself why. Why did you do that? You should have... Don't just default to buying things on Steam. If they're on GOG, I would actually strongly recommend buying on there instead. I really like the GOG experience. It's I actually great. really like the launcher. It's really good. Yep. Like I, I actively, heavily dislike Uplay. Uplay is bad. Origin is like annoying. I wouldn't say it's necessarily bad, but it's pretty annoying. GOG Steam though. is good. GOG is also very good, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Um... But yeah, uh, this it makes sense. I think it's going to suck for some people. I think they're doing something relatively wise here. I don't know if they would have done it if uh, Unity didn't just have a whole bunch of issues. Yeah. But they kind of announced this before announcing it. Like they announced, hey, we're going to do something like this, just so you guys know. And I suspect they might be collecting some feedback on how the audience reacts to it. Yeah. Um, but like, okay, the thing too, though, is you've got... Like I was, uh, I've been working, uh, I've told you, I've been working on my review of the big screen beyond. Mm -hmm. So that's that, that next gen VR headset with the, the crazy micro OLED displays and stuff like that. And one of the things that I was trying to contextualize in the video was the cost. It's really expensive. By the time you buy a big screen beyond and base stations and controllers, you've spent 1500 US dollars, which is a fucking lot of money. But... It's still, I would argue, closer to a consumer class device than enterprise VR headsets. If you want to pick out, if you want to pick up a Vario VR3, for example, that's going to cost you thirty-five hundred US dollars. Oh, and you also owe, uh, I think it's like seven hundred dollars a year in licensing for it. <laughs> But the reason that this is relevant to what we're talking about right now is one of the things that Vario advertises on their site. Actually, here, I should bring this up. A, to I've show you it. guys, uh, and B, to Where make sure that go? I'm right, is uh, if you scroll down, blah, 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 down, down, down. Na it should have, like, native support for... Down, 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 down. Oh, crap. Okay, uh, so click... Oh, yeah, keep going, keep going. Keep going, keep going, uh, blah, blah. Yep, keep going, keep going. Vario Reddit computer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's somewhere. Uh, well, I think we're bottoming. Yeah, yep. no, hold on. There's, 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 a, there's, definitely, there's definitely a thing. Hold on. Um, but if I recall correctly, one of the things that they call out on their site is native support for... Right here? Uh, I can't see that. Complete software compatibility support for a Unity, Unreal Engine, and yeah. a broad range of industrial 3D software. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here, hold on. Here, here. Uh, yeah, so here, here. This is what I'm talking about. Compatible with the 3D applications you already use. And they're talking about use cases like designing flipping cars. And so I'm looking at it going, yeah, how, do, how, does, this, how does this make any sense? That this is an industry where people can be buying $3,500 headsets, spending hundreds have free software or, or thousands of dollars on upkeep for headsets and are just getting free software that makes the whole thing work at all and free like incredibly difficult to make extremely powerful software yeah they have a whole wing specifically for architectural visualization yeah. that is obscenely good yeah uh, there is a there's a demo that is like a french house villa thing That's, they've been using yeah. for ages yeah 
I do it's think nuts. I do think something that Epic has to figure out in the longer term is how to reconcile this new need to make money with um, with efforts that make the software continue to be accessible to enthusiasts and to students because of the Apple education program thing you're talking about exactly. earlier. Exactly, being able to use it for free at a certain level is really, really important. Huge investment, hugely important. So I, I totally agree. It makes sense, but they got to make money. Yeah, it because makes if sense. you don't make money, then you don't exist anymore. Yeah, and then it's gone. We won't have Unreal Engine. Um, so I, I think it totally, completely makes sense. By that they're trying to charge professionals to use it. And by and large, I think we can... And apparently Unreal is staying free for students. Great. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. I, uh, I, 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 am, I am... Of all the things Epic does, uh, Unreal Engine, man, is sort of important, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Uh, especially as we, as we move into an era where I think in-house engines are just going to ultimately cease to exist at some point. Like, we're, we're already basically there. There are a handful that do. I mean, CD Projekt Red rolls their own engine. I'm trying to think, like, who because, else? Uh, yeah, I mean, should they, though? There's arguments. There's interesting arguments. Like, uh, Unreal, as that far we as like the jank? Go, Is that the argument? No, 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 no. Seriously. That jank is part of the experience? No, there's... You are such a Bethesda fanboy. How could no, you no, even no, possibly no, no, no. bring that argument to the... I don't actually completely disagree with that argument. Ah, <laughs> I knew it! I knew That's it! That's not the one I was trying to make. But I don't mind it. Sometimes it's funny, okay? Okay? Come on. All right. Anyways, but my point is that uh, creation... Uh, creation engine? Is that what it's called? I know creation kit is the modding thing. It's extremely friendly for modding. Which is not, as far as my understanding goes, true about other popular engines. Not as true about Unity, not as true about uh, Unreal. As far I don't, I don't know this. This is I've CDPR is apparently switching this. to UE5, by the way. Um, there are examples of non-major engines like that I just absolutely love as a as a as a gamer, even if for a developer, you know, they're terrible or for development. You know, outside of the one game that was used, that you know was made in it, it makes no sense. Um, Foundation Engine, so that was Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Apparently, Baldur's Gate Three is made in Divinity 4.0 Engine, which is their own engine. There you go. Wow. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was built using That's Foundation sick. Engine, which was built by Crystal Dynamics and then used to build Rise of the Tomb Raider as well, and was enhanced by Eidos Montreal. Um, and that one's good. That game just. It just scaled yeah. on everything. Incredibly well. More CPU, more FPS. More yep. GPU, more FPS. Add more GPUs, more FPS. It, 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 it ha The game supported HDR. I don't know if Shadow did, but Rise of the Tomb Raider definitely supported HDR. Like, it just, it flippin' did everything, and it just, you know how some games, you turn off V-Sync, and it's like, okay, tearing fest. It just, it, it, it didn't. It just always ran great frame pacing was really solid um it's another example the the engine that they built doom eternal in Dude. well i don't know i don't know what it's called hold on i'm just well, gonna while you that. look that up uh cypher colt in full point chat said creation engine can't even render more than one camera yet no mirrors no cctv also they have issues with like windows all this other kind of stuff i know i'm not saying there isn't major major downsides yeah what i'm saying is is a big argument is the whole creation part 
their big argument is they release these creation kits and they're like there, there's a reason why there's so many mods for Bethesda games. Yeah, Id Tech 7 is uh, Doom Eternal. Now, if just every shooter game was built on Id Tech 7, we wouldn't need hardware upgrades. Like, honestly. Yeah. Uh, what ga- what games are, are built with Id Tech? Improvements compared to Id Tech 6. They cut out a million fewer lines. Uh, they cut out a million lines of code. Unified HDRing shadowing. You you don't measure uh, the best programmers in in like positive amounts of lines of code. You yeah. you measure them in negative amounts of lines of code. This is uh, this is incredible. Improved image streaming, new GPU triangle, light and occlusion culling system to not render what isn't on screen, dramatically improved compression, games using it tech seven, Doom Eternal. Man, see, I, I, I hate that. And I know that it's really complicated, obviously, based on that Unity and Epic are both struggling to make money in the game engine business. Obviously, I'm not going to just go to id and be like, okay, I'm going to be your new chief engine um, business unit Vision. officer, visionary. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, you know... Every game, every game's going to be made on, on id tech 8, and here we go. Obviously, it's more complicated than that, and these tools must be very, very internal grade um, if, they, if they never get released outside of these companies. But man, I, I just, I wish they were, because uh, that'd be awesome. I love, I love id tech 7. Because that game, it runs on anything. It looks so good. Oh my I, gosh. It I don't th- so good. Mystical said a lot yeah. of Doom's benefits come from Vulcan. I don't think that's No, that's, that's not true. It runs, it runs great across the board. Yeah. Yeah, it runs freaking awesome across the board. Also, there's other stuff that uses On Vulcan. PC, it supports Vulcan rendering only. But I don't think that's actually the entire reason. Because it will absolutely be running some form of Direct 3D on the Xbox. And it runs great and looks great on the Xbox. So, Dunya uh, engine for Ubisoft games. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but does anyone like Dunya? Yeah, that's why I kind of said it that way. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm going to let you pick another topic because... Oh, right. Uh, never mind. I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. Dan's going to pick another topic. What a segue. The show is Thanks to Volcanica Coffee for sponsoring today's show. Pair your WAN experience with a nice cup of joe. Volcanica Coffee sources their beans from the finest crops in the best volcanic regions from around the world. This means that each region provides distinctly different flavors and nuances to tantalize your taste buds. Their Roastmasters roast their coffee fresh every week in their state-of-the-art facility in Atlanta and typically ship out your order within one business day, so you're sure to get the freshest roast Roastiest coffee. Best of all, Volcanica Coffee is family owned, so you know their heart, love, and dedication is infused into each and every bean. Go check them out at lmg.gg slash Volcanica and use code Linus15 for 15% off your order. That's lmg.gg slash V-O-L-C-A-N-I-C-A. Thanks to Cuddly for sponsoring today's show. Fact. Animals are cute. Unfortunate fact. There are millions of animals in less than desirable situations that need support. Cuddly helps give animals a healthy life and a loving home by providing tools and resources to support animal welfare organizations around the world. All partners featured on Cuddly are not-for-profit or municipal agencies and have been verified to ensure that they are in good standing. You can donate to an organization or even a specific animal featured on their weekly wish page. Check them out at lmg.gg cuddly to learn more. That's lmg.gg C-U-D-D-L-Y. 
your donation could help change the life of a furry friend. And thank you to our friends over at Magic Spoon for sponsoring today's show. Looking for a more health-conscious snack to munch on while listening to the podcast? Let Magic Spoon satisfy your cravings. Their keto-friendly, delicious cereals have 0 grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only 4 to 5 net grams of carbs per serving. And how do they do this? Magic? No, they use a blend of monk fruit and allulose, which sweetens like sugar without increasing blood sugar levels. Milk, no milk, or water, Magic Spoon is great for any time you need a quick bite. Check them out at lmg.gg slash magicspoon and use code WAN for $5 off. Okay, so I saw the thumbnail, and it just looked, you know, standard maneuver. You gotta reach for something in the pool. I didn't okay. realize you just kept going. Dan, can you bring up the thing? Okay, so... Why do you keep going? What happened? You're, why, you're still going. How yeah. do you fall into a pool okay. that slowly? I'm not falling. <laughs> if you're not falling, why didn't you just go in? If you want to know the, the answer, why do you sandals? keep talking over me? <laughs> huh? The questions are more fun. <laughs> <laughs> we don't sell swimming trunks. Maybe okay. that's why. <laughs> Wait, we do. We do sell swim what trunks, are you talking Dan. About? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, they're really my. good. Oh, awesome. Okay. So, the AirPod went in. Okay. And I figured by grabbing on with my right foot and my left hand. Okay, okay, so first of all, it was a little deeper than I thought. Okay, so I'm like, oh, okay, this is deeper than I thought. So I, I grab on with the right foot and I'm holding on with the left hand and I'm trying to reach in as far as possible without going all the way in. I didn't want to get all the way in the pool. And then eventually you just have to. Okay, but okay. the problem is that while I was in there, I'm upside down, right? Yeah. So I have to I have to blow bubbles out of my nose or I'm going to end up with water up my nose. So because of the bubbles, I couldn't see for <laughs> shit. So I couldn't I couldn't get to the AirPod. So what I could reach initially, it was I couldn't see and I didn't get it right away, so it swished the water a bit and moved it away. So that's why I'm getting in slowly. Is the AirPod keeps moving a bit and i'm trying to and i'm like maybe if i could and so eventually as you can see i kind of go okay forget it well i have to come up for air because i've blown out all of my air and so i'm in at this point now anyway and the quicker i get this thing the better so i come up for air and then i go um back down and i get it on the second dive that's fantastic do you remember do you remember yeah. when we got that camera wet years ago Yes. We use like every heat generating thing we could find yep. to dry it out. Um, I I don't remember how it necessarily happened, but my AirPods that I use for working out, if they break, I'll be very sad, uh, were in my pocket and they went through the wash. Yeah, um, yeah. And Emma noticed and she handed them to me and they were like wet. And I was like, oh, well, I've got this top of case mounted, very warm boy GPU. <laughs> And I was like, the laziest possible way I can fix this problem is by playing video games. <laughs> Dried them out, work perfectly fine, no problems. <laughs> yeah, I've actually run my AirPods through the wash before too. It's surprisingly resilient. Yeah. Yeah. The the problem is that my pool is saltwater chlorinated. Oh, so I mean, it dried. Saltwater is a particular problem for electronics. If if people didn't put that together. soapy water can be too. Yep. But if it gets really well rinsed yeah, yeah. <laughs> before it dries, then yeah. it won't build up as much conductive and corroding schmoo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the reason I went in so slow was because I kept being about to get it, and it kept moving a little uh, bit. 
That's a, always an annoying problem. Yeah. So I, yeah, I got it out, but one of the batteries is swollen. I can tell because the display popped off. Uh, and so Dan did a little bit of investigating and it's going to be a Linus and Dan adventure. Um, apparently the donor phone is arrived yesterday. You said Dan today, today. this morning. So we'll maybe do that video next week or the week after, because there's another video that's waiting in the release queue because there's footage on that phone. Oh. I didn't care. I oh. didn't care that much about recovering the phone because I had actually backed it up about just over three weeks before this happened. So in terms of precious family memories or whatever, there was almost nothing on it. I don't know why my Google photos wasn't syncing. I checked my account settings and set to say, I don't know. And I had stuff from backed up from that phone from a little bit before it happened, but I did lose about three weeks of photos. But like I said, it didn't really matter. There had been no major family events since then. So I didn't care. Um, but I didn't realize that I had actually shot a little intro for the My Computer Died video because my computer also sprung a leak and had water damage. And I, I made a video. Oh, wait, no, that was a separate issue. Well, that happened, but that's not a video. But the point is it died suddenly. <laughs> and so I, I shot a clip just showing my computer's dead. And so it's the intro of the video and we need it. <laughs> and it's on that phone so we have to at least make an attempt to get it back otherwise i'll have to do like a reenactment or something yeah yeah my computer's dead or at least i would have said that if my phone wasn't also dead yeah hopefully everything we can. i have is dead hopefully we can do it but linus make sure you get that approved by uh luke approved yeah uh, yeah i need to take okay it. luke i, I need to. to borrow dan's time i don't know about that we got these we got these quarterly goals they're hard to do me too what can i say Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, he did give me a break. Uh, uh, if Linus tells you to do something, it's yes. That is actually true. Don't is, ever bother me again. I'm is, working. That, that is actually a rule. <laughs> it's top of my sheet. Uh, Linus, yes. Videos, uh-huh. Anything else? No. Uh, there, there was something, and I was like, wait, Linus requested this? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, the... <laughs> just do it <laughs> I don't know. why are we talking yeah, exactly. it was fair though you were following it, it's fine exactly so for those we of were you learning. who are wondering luke is dan's direct manager now yeah. Yeah. Um, and there has been a significant problem with people monopolizing dan's time because dan is capable and very useful um they don't understand the difference between someone's capability and someone's job. Um, so Dan has been often asked to do things that he is capable of, but that are not his job. So we have a new rule that before Dan does anything for someone, they are supposed to ask Luke Which, if, if Dan is allowed to work on that because Dan has an actual job to do with actual KPIs. Um, and, and... A little bit of an interested in literally everything and wants to say yes problem. Yeah. Oh, it's also my fault. So, <laughs> yeah. Just a little, just and a little then Dan, there's, some, there's some Dan in there. And then Dan <laughs> has been lie. instructed anytime someone circumvents Luke to ask Luke if that's what he's supposed to be doing to make sure that we can. It's, it's a training exercise, right? Like we got to get people out of the habit of just leaning on Dan to do their work. Is it worth going through Luke to get this done? Yes. That stops so many people. It, it does. Actually. It really does. It's also good because it... No one wants to talk to me. No. <laughs> He's a scary man. Uh, it, it exposes issues as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes like, yeah, visibility is good. 
Yes, exactly. So, so that's some context for that conversation that took place just now. Mm. Uh, do you want to pick another topic? Merch messages. Oh, yeah, right. Why do, I even, why do I even ask Luke? Why do I even put them up? Right. I have to ask Luke so I can ask Dan what the next topic is. Am yes. I allowed to ask him? No. Yeah, you have to use the request There's form. There's quarterly goals to do. What, what, what the, can I use say? The I, form. I, I, There's we, an SOP for this. We got work. We got work to do. He's tasked all day. I'm sorry. How about next week, Thursday, 2 p.m.? That's that, my that, Dan that time. work for you? <laughs> Dan time. No, that's a thing. That's a, literally a thing. Dan time is a I, thing? I assigned him Dan time. It's, the it's, it's Dan it's, time. I haven't used it in ages now, but it's nice to have. When we first started working together, there was this problem where, again, everyone goes to him all the time. Oh, yeah. I still have so a I bunch started, of stuff. I started trying to monitor the people that were coming to his desk, and I would try to intercept. But then I started figuring out that people were intercepting that by just PMing him. So I was like, we need to stop this because he can't help himself. So when people try it's to not ask that him, bad. It's, it's distracting because I'm yeah. trying to do work and get into a flow state and people are like, hey, thing. And a lot of what I've had him working on is things that kind of need flow state type energy. Yep. So I'll be like, okay, what, what was it? 2 need p.m. to focus. 6, I think. Uh, yeah, basically 2 p.m. to, six? 2 PM to 5. It was yeah. 2, 2, 2 p.m. to 5k. 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Thursdays, just mute everything. Okay. So that's just Dan time. Power through stuff. And you'd get a lot done. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to maintain because people want to book meetings at that time, including me. Sometimes I ruin it. Other things happen. It's more like, Whatever. yeah, it's, it's, I don't have to be doing main task time. Okay. So you're saying that if I want Dan to do something for me, I should come at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. No, you can, you can literally ask me anytime. <laughs> that is, that is actually a rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I try, I try not to bother you about things. I'm like, that's, that's I'm like, the reasons, advanced, but like, in fairness, useless. Tech, tech vans. Tech vans. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's getting better. All right. Okay, good. Uh, okay, Dan, hit me. Sure. Just landed a job as a data engineer at hey, an IT nice. consulting firm fresh out of college. What's your take on hiring fresh grads and touting them as industry experts? Can't help but feel imposter syndrome. I mean, you're some kind of expert. I mean, you did study it, right? I've had people that didn't go to school that were wildly skilled slash talented slash good at what they do. I've had people that come out of school that are also the same. I've had people that are experienced that are also the same. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe you are an expert. I mean, it depends on what you're consulting on, right? Like IT consulting firm could mean almost literally anything. Yep. Um, Here's how you install Word. Touting them as industry experts, man, it's 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 tough, right? Also, like what does if, an expert mean? Yeah, because like it's relative. There's there's sales experts. I think that's what they're called at Best Buy. Yeah, like I'm a computer expert compared to my aunt and uncle. Yeah, and I'm a computer moron compared to you know someone like a Linus Torvalds, or like a Wendell or whatever. Right, like it's it's all it's all relative. It depends on it depends who you're talking to and what they need help with. If someone just wants, if someone wants just you know basic, you know network topology explained to them why they can't just have you know twelve cascading network switches, then you're an expert. I guarantee it. Um, yeah, it all depends. I don't know. Maybe uh, reverse Dunning Kruger. And what what would you rather it be? Are, are are people contracting your company to get network novices? Yeah, 
This is really funny. Uh, Crynex uh, says, wait, I say both minuses the same way. So this is a really funny thing to me. And maybe it's just because of my own lived experiences having kind of an unusual name. But when somebody corrects my pronunciation of their name, when they have a name that is, say, for example, a French name or a German name or a Spanish name or whatever it else, or whatever else it is, I just kind of, I, I kind of feel like it's ridiculous because I just pronounced your name correctly in English, which is the language I am speaking. The reason that I pronounce Linus Torvald's name Linus Maybe. is because he is Finnish. Yeah. And no, I get that. Yeah. In Finland, that's how that name is pronounced. Here in English, those letters in that order are not pronounced like that. They are Linus. And... When you have uh, when you have a French background, so um, I did an exchange in Quebec for a summer, and everyone over there called me Linus, because in French, that is how those letters in that order are pronounced. So anyone who's using a Roman alphabet, who pronounces the name correctly according to their own language dialect of, I just think it sounds cool. What am I supposed? What am I, what I'm going to argue with you that you don't know how to speak your own? F language like no that's actually not how that works grammar has rules letters have rules and languages have rules bad ones um yeah often often bad ones but they do have rules <laughs> and following the rules of the language that you speak is never is never incorrect now there are exceptions like when okay someone with a chinese name for example where we don't have a letter for that sound um, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with someone that my pronunciation of their name is, is perfectly correct because it's not, and that it takes actual practice. It takes actual training, but it, you know, if someone, if someone, you know, if Finnish, Finnish Linus was going to, you know, argue with me about how I pronounced his name, if I was like, yo, hi Linus, I'm going to be like, that's ridiculous. And I've, I've actually, I've, I've never actually met him, which would be, which would be fun. Um, but I've heard that he has basically told people, yeah, I don't care. And so I wonder if he's had a very similar lived experience to me where everyone who speaks every language pronounces his name differently. And because it's such an unusual name, it just doesn't really matter. And there is just no like correct way. And so maybe to both of us, it just feels like a really silly thing to get hung up on that. No, my name is Linus, not Linus. This is the whole so, reason why so I, what? I meme my last name on yeah. GameLinked, because I just deeply don't care. And the amount of times I get questions, I'm like, how do you pronounce it? I'm like, I don't care. If you even remotely try to say it, I'm going to know what you're saying. Like anytime I'm at like a doctor's office or something where they try to like announce the next person, yeah. I, I'll get Luke, Le, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, it's me. Like whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you're not mistaking me with anyone else. I know what you're trying to say. It doesn't matter. I don't know, man. There's uh, there's there's really. There, I mean, there, uh, people are bringing up all kinds of outliers. That you know what? I have to confess. I I agree with you. It probably matters. Like um, so many people in Mexico, for example, are named Jesus. Right. But I would I would never pronounce it like that. Right. Because that's ridiculous. Um. You know, Jesus. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that probably that probably makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, what what was one of the other? Did they did they catch you? Catch me? What? Did they get you? Do they have a bunch of examples? 
Not that many. Uh, okay, terminal chafing says Lacroix <laughs> is is you, you probably shouldn't say Lacroix or something like that. Like it's it's obviously French. Lacroixy. But that's an example, I guess, of maybe a combination of letters that doesn't really exist in that language. So it's not an individual letter that doesn't exist, but it's a combo that doesn't exist and obviously indicates something. In the case of Linus specifically, it doesn't have like a, a, a specific set of rules that is language specific. It could just it could just be in that language and could be pronounced according to that language's rules. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't really matter as long as you're following some set of rules. Whereas if you're just making it up, if you see my name and you go Linurus or something like that, that just is obviously not right and is not what was written on the page, then that feels a little bit ridiculous. So if someone were to see your name and go Luke, Laugh, Frunder, where they just haven't even gone to the basic effort of looking at the letters and like even making an so attempt. <laughs> this is why I just don't care at all. <laughs> the, the success rate of people when I'm not in an area where people speak French is like uselessly low. Like there's actually just no point at all. I don't care. D31741 says Linus, English has rules like learn every single word. That's just true. I have I can't <laughs> spell them. I just gave up. Okay. English rules are a joke. Okay, we do dude. have oh, it sucks. We do it's have actual joke. rules. There's yeah, just like a lot I of exceptions. E, except when oh, it's th- not. I can't spell like, any word because it got crap. weird and and Rottweiler and and it, none of them make any sense. I hate this language. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <sighs> Tybeck says, I just avoid saying names. Yeah, but you can't just say pronouns anymore either. So you're stuck with no, nothing. You just say anything. Just say, hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yo. Yo. <laughs> yo is, yeah, well, man, when they cancel yo, I'm going to be stuck. <laughs> gamers. How you doing, gamers? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it works. Uh, yeah. Hey, you. Yeah. I don't think hey, you is okay, though, actually. <laughs> Sup. Yeah, we have sup. We still yeah. have sup. Yeah, we have sup. I think sup is still okay. Just use grunts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Um, you want another one? Yeah, I hit us with another one, Dan. I don't even remember what that question was. This one's for Luke. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> that's all you're going to get, unfortunately. <laughs> hey, Luke, I generally agree with your takes, and generally. I'm a huge Bethesda fan. Besides oh. Fallout 76. But. Yeah. But. But maybe the butt was coming. There's the butt. Give me the butt. I just have not been sucked into Starfield like I have every other Bethesda game. Yeah, sounds Any fair. advice? Uh, not really. Uh, it's Bethesda. <laughs> Stop agreeing on things. This isn't part of the script. No, I. Uh, I mean, it's it's very unlike any of the other games. I think the the gameplay loop in all of the Elder Scrolls and all of the Fallout games of um, getting lost on your way to something gets completely obliterated with a game that is built around fast travel. Most of the people that I know that enjoyed Fallout and Elder Scrolls games to their maximum amount um, actually liked using fast travel as little as possible. Or I the, hiked the a fast lot in travel. Oblivion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the best part. Or the fast travel that they would use is the mechanically built-in fast travel. 
like v like you go to a certain point that has a vehicle that transports you to this next point uh or there's a wizard portal or something like that not opening your map clicking on a thing and teleporting there um now you go into starfield and you literally have to fast travel everywhere and when you fast travel somewhere it usually lands you like on a landing pad that is on the location that you are going to and most of the time if you're going to go on foot somewhere and actually travel around it's just a waste of time because most of it is subpar uh, procedurally generated content, which is just garbage. Like caves that are literally just empty caves almost all of the time. It's actually like hilariously dumb. Why does this even exist? They're like, oh. Why do you keep defending this game? Planets would have caves, so we're just going to put caves. We're going to put content in the caves? No. Is it easy to tell? between the content of the caves that, that there's actually content in and, and which ones are actually empty? No, not really. Cool. Um, but you love it. But there is fun to be extracted. I don't think it's as good. If I have to extract the fun, I might as well play Minecraft. <laughs> if you can uh, log into it. Except the mining in Starfield's really bad, so that's actually not a, hmm. you know... Um, even though they start the the game starts with you doing that, it's like one of the worst mechanics they have. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I had more fun the further away from the main story that I got. Um, I was like angry at the game when I was playing the main story because, in my opinion, it is very poorly written. The companions are all horrible. Um, I actively dislike every single one of them. Um, <laughs> I've never and had yet a game. You keep defending this game. I've never had a game that tell me more. bothers you as much with the companions. Tell me, tell me, you're you're not selling me this game. But you can just tell them to screw off and just go play That's by yourself. That's not a feature. You don't play the main quest because it's bad. You tell all the companions to go away because they're bad. How about bad. I just don't play any of it then at that point? I don't play with the companions. I don't play the main quest. I just don't play it at all. And you just wander the universe and it's really fun. I've had a good time. Okay, all right. Yeah, the space battles are pretty good. They're not like the best ever, but they're pretty good. Um, there's There's been a lot of like good emergent, like I landed on this one random base and it was like the classic, we drilled too far into the earth and alien bugs came out thing. But sure. there was no, it wasn't a quest. Bread. So many people are sending <gasps> that message. That was, a, that, was a, that was a grunt message if I've ever seen one. Yeah. <gasps> there's been hundreds of those <gasps> today. Um... You've seen the store page, right? Go go and read the description of the bread. But yeah, I, this is a little bit of spoilers, by the way, maybe, but not really, because it's not actually a quest. But um, scroll down, go on. Hey, there you go. There you go. Yes. Yes. Bread, very, bread, 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 bread. very good. Um, if you if you clamber onto the very top of this building that's being overrun by aliens, there is a at least mine was legendary. Some people said they might not all be a legendary minigun, and you just mow down all the aliens. It's very fun, very satisfying, and then you leave, and then the game's boring again. <laughs> okay, that is such a good, like succinct <laughs> explanation of, of. Do you agree <laughs> of Starfield? And and you said you said you go wander the universe, like maybe for three minutes and then yeah. you have to loading screen and then you have to fast travel somewhere mm. what would you guess is the uh sales ratio i shouldn't say sales because they're bonus bin items of the two i was just curious and i was looking at it i know what one i would get which one would you get i would get the white one i think hold on i think the dark one is selling more 
ratio? Three to one. It's five to one. Five to one. Five to one for the. You know why I think though? I think it's all branding. I have learned recently that branding is far more important than I want it to be. I want things to just be, you know, standalone. If they're good, then people should decide to get them because they're good and they need one of those. Uh, but branding is so important. We branded them dark mode and light mode. Yep. Oh, honestly, I didn't know the branding. I looked at these and thought in my head, dark mode, light mode, everyone's going to pick dark mode. I got that without even knowing Five that was to the thing. one. I think the white one's really pretty. <laughs> yeah, I like the white one. Um, uh, one of our one of our most successful um, like clothing products in terms of just like uh, like like consistency is actually our premium joggers, and the reason they're called that is not because they're better than our other joggers. We don't have other joggers, but it's because we got them in hand. Realized wow, these are they premium. felt really premium, and that they do, and that our um, our pricing was not going to be competitive with basic joggers at Walmart because it's a much nicer product. And so, in the two hours before that WAN show went live when we launched it, I added the word premium to the description, and I think that the sales of that product have been a direct reflection of just like that word, just the consistency that it has enjoyed over the last little while. So expect to see a little bit more branding, I well, guess. To be fair, a lot of the on branding the store. on the store has been like, like we literally well, called the multi-nep shirt, the multi-nep shirt. Yeah, I know. We literally called the screwdriver, the screwdriver. <laughs> maybe, maybe we've taken a too engineering driven approach bit. to product a naming. Bit. I'm I mean, not going to lie, I was a little bit disappointed when I saw it was literally just called multi-nep shirt. Bread plushie! <laughs> Apparently we've this, learned nothing. This, think, this just, time I think it might be fair. It'll just evolve into product. I think honestly... Product 782. I think the premium name for this would have just been bread. By bread. Bread Don't flavor. even call it a plushie, just call it bread. bread. Freshly baked bread. Oh. oh. Comes with a little uh, secret pocket in it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> pass the bread, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Ah, it's late. Starfield. Um, <laughs> I, I have, I have, I'm never going to do it. And I'm, I'm preemptively saying I'm never going to do it because I know Linus was just going to tell me that I'm never going to do it. But I have the skeleton for like what I would write for a script for a review of Starfield. You're never going to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's like really long. I bet. Really long, so long that you're never gonna do it. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've, I, I could go on that rant, but for much, 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 much longer. Cool. Let's move on. Yeah. Um. Well, it's another merchant. Oh wait, no, it isn't. Okay. Apple's first gen edition oh, watches are obsolete. So they were available for anywhere from ten to seventeen thousand dollars with eighteen karat gold. Uh, cases now as i recall one of the most laughable things about them was that the 18 karat gold was a plating as yeah, opposed so. to an actual solid case uh this was the this this was it was only available as part of their first gen series zero apple watch that was released in 2015 and they have officially been added to apple's obsolete products list 
These watches already stopped receiving OS updates way back in 2018, and now they will no longer be eligible for service or repairs from Apple's stores or authorized service providers. It is unclear how many gold edition watches Apple sold, but known purchasers include uh, several celebrities such as Beyonce, uh, Kanye West, uh, excuse me, is it Ye West now, I guess? I don't know. Ye? I don't Something. know. Um, don't Katie, pronounce it incorrectly. There's rules. Katy Perry, or I mean Caddy, because that's not how Katy is spelled. Um, and Drake. <laughs> and Drake. <laughs> no, that's Drake. That's, that's pronounced like that. Um, can I just say LOL? Like this is, the, yeah, like called it. Um, that would be pronounced lol. Even, even <laughs> Apple, even Apple seems to have figured out how laughable it was to spend that kind of money on something that was not, to spend jewelry money on something that was going to receive consumer electronics product support and therefore have consumer electronics longevity. Um who could have possibly seen this coming? What I didn't see coming was how quickly Apple would abandon that first generation product. They, they have, it's funny. I got called out for this recently and I forget what I was talking about. Maybe it was M1 MacBooks or something. Okay. There was like a hair that is like on my nose. It's oh, it's the worst crazy. sometimes when they don't want to come off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forget what product it was, but I was talking about some Apple product. And I went, yeah, Apple has this history of launching a product line, treating the first set of users as basically expendable beta, beta testers. testers. Yeah. yeah, they're clearly enthusiasts who will just come back to us no matter how we treat them. Not providing their overall really excellent level of software support to these people. And then everyone just kind of forgetting about it. Like I got called out for making that prediction, but I think that's a super valid prediction at this point. How many years of software updates did the first generation iPad get? Hold on, hold on. iPad, hold on. Uh, uh, iPad generation. Ton, so no. I thought it was, or was it number two? There was some iPod. There's some iPad that lasted like forever. The iPad 2 uh. got support flipping forever. Uh, let me see if I can find, uh, like, I, 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 there's like a timeline where you can see, yeah, yeah, here, 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 here. Uh, Wikipedia, something, something. Oh, buddy. Can you just, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Apple Vision. So. Uh, Apparently that's what you were talking about at the time. Okay. Whoa. iPad first gen. Like what? And then iPad 2 got all these years of software support and like still worked for a very, very long time. And since then, it's been pretty good. Like we're getting, you know, support. Oh, wait, no, hold on, hold on. No, no, this isn't support. Crap. This was how long it was on sale. So that's part of it is that the iPad 2 was on sale for like three years. Um, dang it. No, that's not the chart I was looking for. It's a weird chart too, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's, th no, that's, that is the kind of chart I'm looking for, except I'm looking for the, like the, colors. the, uh, the software support version of that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like this, but for iPads. So you could see the 2007 iPhone. Yeah, that only got support for like two versions of iOS. And then you've got, all of a sudden, you get into like, oh, okay, no, let's do four versions of iOS. Oh, you know what? I mean, screw it. Why don't we do like five for the 5s 
Um, so it really just, it, you can kind of get lucky with Apple or you can get unlucky. And one of the ways to get unlucky is to be one of their most enthusiastic customers and buy a first generation product in a new category from them. Or just by not staying up all night. That's an old reference. What? Don't know if anyone's going to get that. Do you get that, Dan? He wasn't paying attention. He has work to do. Staying up all night? Nobody knows what you're talking about. Explain like I'm five. It's the the song from Pharrell. From what? I'm up all night, up to, all get night to get lucky. I'm up all night to get oh. lucky. So it was a bad reference. I don't think anyone in the chat got it either. Yeah. People will know it now. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. It was a Daft Punk collab, you heathen. Yeah, but he's the one that says it. Yeah. What do you mean, you heathen? He said it's a Pharrell song. Oh, whatever. This man's, man's forgetting. Hey, here we go. Thanks for playing chat. Tomb uh, Raider this over. Oh, of, of course it was Noki. Um, <laughs> so time, time stamp guy uh, to the rescue. So first generation <laughs> iPad. There you go. That's it. Second, Wow. What the crap? I remember just marveling at oh, yeah. how long that flipping thing got software support. It was crazy. And these days, it's like that too. Man, like that's wild. One, two, three, four, that's five, good. six, seven, seven versions of iOS on the fifth gen iPad. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was just, it was bewildering to me that people were uh, not believing me or like like sort of challenging that. And, I'm, I, and I never said it will happen. I just said... It's a concern. Yeah, it's it's a major concern for me is that we might get kind of a half baked first one. I don't think it was I don't think it was M Silicon or maybe it was before launch before we knew that it was actually good or something like that. Like I just was concerned about it, and so you know it turned out to be a huge problem for anyone who ponied up ten to fifteen thousand dollars for a golden version of the Apple Watch. Um, so yeah, um, good job, um, y'all. What else we got today? I've got a off-document topic um, that I think is only off-document because it landed like after the document was made. This Tell is, you what. This is fresh, fresh. Why don't we finish all the ones we teased at the beginning and then we can do your off-topic or off-document or whatever. Okay, what do we still got? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> Does anyone remember the topics we teased at the beginning of the show? Because I sure don't. Uh, was it the GPU thing? Did I call that out? Ugh. Maybe. You don't think that's cool? It's stupid. Why? Well, why don't you tell the people about it and we'll let them decide. Okay, graphics card with integrated SSD. Asus is reportedly set to launch its version of the RTX 4060 Ti. Weird sentence. Asus has determined that certain graphics cards which don't fully utilize all 16 lanes of the PCIe interface can uh, efficiently allocate the remaining lanes for SSD support. Asus has therefore created a variant of the 4060 Ti with an integrated SSD slot in order to take advantage of the remaining bandwidth. The PCB's design enables the storage to be directly attached to the graphics card's cooler. This means that it not only utilizes its GPU as an M.2 drive adapter, but also harnesses the... Yeah, that doesn't matter. Based on internal demonstrations, the SSDs integrated with the 4060 Ti were operating at temperatures approximately 10 degrees C lower than they were capable of. Uh, no one cares about that part. Yeah. Is this not cool for a small form factor? Well... I thought it's cool for a small form factor. Yeah, but if you're a small form factor, then why wouldn't you just keep your SSD flush to the motherboard? Have multiple? I mean... Uh, what do you mean? 
Okay. Adding fine. expandability to small form factors. I cool. will admit, I did not think of the small form factor element. Oh, that's the only element. The rest of it's dumb. 100% agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're on board there. Okay. All right. No, but for small okay. form factor, right. I think it's actually kind of sick. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, got him. All right. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Got, straight up got him. <laughs> straight up got him. So we can both be right. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. This is awful. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, okay, so <sighs> reasons not to do <laughs> reasons not to do it, uh, people are asking. Um you know, if you just have m most motherboards with uh, with a 16x slot and and any kind of meaningful expansion beyond that, we'll have a secondary slot that will run at 8x, so they'll just bifurcate um, if you populate that slot. So you could easily just put an SSD carrier in that. Uh, but in the case of a small form factor build where you can't, there is no other slot to reallocate these lanes to. Yeah, I could see it making sense to put an M.2 slot there. Um, not even necessarily for a drive. Uh, where is it? Mm, can't find it. Dang it. Well. Okay, no, seriously, I have to take this home with me. Uh, so I need it. Is that the thing that was on the table? Yeah. Did you put it on the ground oh, by any yeah, chance? It's, it, it's in the box. Oh, it's in this box? Yeah, you put it back in the box. No, I no, couldn't even see it. Thing. I didn't know he did that. No, 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 no. It's a different thing. It's in an ESD bag. Not this kind of ESD bag, a silver one. Oh. Okay, this is a problem. Uh, where the devil did I put it? Do you want me to run another topic or? No, okay. I'll find it. There it is. All right. Oh. It was in another more different part of his bag. Yeah, I mean, it's a big backpack. What can I say? That's true. Uh, okay, here, That's we're going to go to Linus Cam. Um, this is a great example of something that you can do with an M.2 slot oh, yeah. that is not running an M.2 SSD. So in this case, I'm still oh, using yeah. it for storage, but this is a little M.2 carrier board, and it's got a U.2 port on it. This is not like having a, a PCIe card with a SATA port on it because that has a SATA controller. That has that has logic on it. This has no logic. In fact, oh man, yeah, I can see it, but you guys can't because it's, it's front lit instead of back lit and the, the light's there. But you can actually see right through this board. There is oh, well, yeah. nothing to it. It is basically just lanes. Uh, phone flashlight? No, it's phone. Oh, yeah, that would actually work really well. Um... You've got two. Yeah. Got to pick one. Uh, this one. I Soon it'll be the wing. Always choose Note 9. There. So you guys may be able to just, hello? See right through yeah. this. There you go. Yeah. Look how simple this board design is. It's just wires, essentially, <laughs> because U.2 is just M.2, but in this in this kind of uh uh, whatever, mini SAS HD or whatever, whatever this connect, SFF something, uh, it's in this connector uh, instead of just being uh, uh, fingers on the end of a board. So because M.2 is just a PCIe by four slot, that's all it is. And because U.2 is the same thing, just a PCIe by four slot, then you can also convert, the, convert an M.2 slot to a full-sized PCIe by four slot and put a card in it. 
Um, so one of the things that we did in the One U gaming systems that are finally done is uh, we used, because they're One U, there's no room to install slots, so we used an M.2 to run a 10 gig networking card. PCIe by 4. Why not? So conceivably, I you could use this back of the graphics card, I'm going to call it a PCIe slot instead of an M.2 slot to sure. run a riser or run uh, a cable somewhere or run an extension. And then, yeah, you could run, you could run anything anywhere. So you could run like a capture card. That was a big problem we had when we were trying to build capture PCs in the early days of the company is you couldn't have a GPU and a capture card in an ITX motherboard. Um, whereas M.2 didn't exist at the time. So if you could just run your capture card with an extension from somewhere else and just kind of bolt it to the back of the back of the case, then yeah, all right. Okay. All right. You know what? I am fully converted on this one. Yeah, I think they're cool. I just think if you get one of these and you're not doing a small form factor PC, like you're you're actually just doing it wrong. I also uh, wouldn't really pay a lot extra for it. And I feel like this is going to be one of those things that just by merit of being low production run. It's going to be expensive. Yeah, it's going to be considerably more expensive and will not make a ton of sense. And you should just get an MATX motherboard if you have more cards you want to plug into your system or something. Yeah. But okay. I still even like just the drive angle though. But anyways. Yeah. Uh was that all the announcement topics? Do you need more drives though? Maybe. No, apparently we also talked about the YouTube uh mobile ad changes. Okay. YouTube. 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 Which is uh the correct pronunciation in <laughs> yep. Estonian. Yes. Um uh YouTube. <laughs> is changing how ads are presented on mobile devices by replacing the creator's product shelf with ads, which it says will help creators earn more revenue from ads. Uh, the products from the product shelf will instead move to the video description. YouTube says that creators will be able to tag products and direct viewers to the shop button, which will display tagged products and their prices. Like LTD store products. Our discussion question is, would it help if Google just admitted that they're also doing this for themselves rather than solely pitching it based on benefits to creators? I actually don't have That's how you... strong feelings about this. Yeah. Um, if there so, are benefits to creators, they should market on benefits to creators. So I guess, is this the new way? It, I mean, it's all blanked out. So it's, right? Maybe. This, this is an ad? And this was the old way with the products, or you click shop and then this? I'm actually not 100% sure what I'm looking at here. That might even be a step one, step two kind of situation. I don't have, yeah, I don't have a lot of, uh, note, when an ad isn't displayed, hold on, oh, what's this? The product shelf may still appear. Okay, so there could be an ad, or there could be a product shelf. I don't have really strong feelings about this because I have YouTube Premium and I don't really interact with these ads, so I don't know how yeah. likely I am to to click on. I mean, I wouldn't see them anyway. But would I'd, you see the shop stuff? I'd love to hear from other creators. I think so. That's what I. That's what I would love to hear. Is like particularly when they made that change to shorts. Um, I I had no real context for why it was so important that people were not able to put links on their shorts and all of a sudden they had to, you know, go link to bio, kind of like Instagram. We don't make a significant amount of our revenue on shorts, but I we heard from some shorts yeah. heavier creators that those links were a significant amount of their revenue and they were worried about supporting themselves without it. So this is one of those cases where, yeah, I'd love to love to hear in the comments, like is this a big deal or not? Let us know. Yeah. Okay. 
Can we jump to my off-document topic? Uh, I don't know. Is it AI? No. Hmm. No, you'll care about this 100%. Okay, I guarantee go. it. Let's go. Uh, genetic tester 23andMe hacked data as uh, being sold on the dark web. Um, the first amount that was handed, apparently uh, more than half of the company's 14 million customers. Um, We're using password as their password? No. No, no. okay. Um, that, that's, a, that's an, I think, an estimation or at least a claim right now uh, because the entire amount of them was not just automatically leaked onto the interwebs um, because they are trying to sell it. I believe um, buyers could acquire a hundred profiles for a thousand dollars or as many as a hundred thousand profiles for a hundred thousand dollars because of cost scaling. Um, the, the, a bunch of the leaked data that was leaked to prove that it was real um, was specifically on Ashkenazi Jews, which has people highly concerned about some of the motivations behind the person who, um, hacked the data. <sighs> there are other people saying that that might just be designed to draw attention, which it sure definitely has because it's in the headline of like all of the articles that are about this. So I don't know if it's actually like specifically an attack there or if it was just to get eyeballs on it because they want people buying the data. So the more people that know that it's available, um, I'm not 100% sure what the tactic is. Uh, but yeah. Can I just say like, you called it. I am. You were way ahead on this one. I am so. I don't know if you're going to reference it or not. I know what you're angry at my mother. Yep. Wasn't sure. I f***ing told her. Don't do this. This is not your data. Actually. It's. Our data, comrade. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a joke on like a, on a very sincere moment. <laughs> That's my whole jam, man. I know. Trust but me, you, bro. You, you got me pretty good on that one. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, keep going. It's a very serious moment. I I don't know. Maybe I'll just read the email. Oh. Uh, are you sure? Sure. Why not? See if I can find it. Yeah, here it is. I've been deciding whether to send this or not. It might not affect whether you decide to use the genetic test you got for Christmas, but these tests are not well regulated and we've only begun to explore the way that the data in them will be used by private companies and government entities. I feel like I needed to speak up. Some reading material, and I linked to a popsci.com article, 23andMe is probably a terrible idea. Uh, it's worth a read. Um, when you do any one of these genetic tests, it doesn't just affect you and your privacy, it affects anyone related to you, including me, helping them build out their database. Their privacy policy may prevent them from selling individualized data at this time, but we've seen many times that Silicon Valley companies will start out with robust privacy policies and slowly chip away at them over time. We've also seen acquisitions and mergers that do not preserve these protections. The issue is that unlike an interest in cars or whatever, your genetic information doesn't change, so this data is given up permanently. 
I'm not a tinfoil hat wearer by any stretch of the imagination, but given what is already accessible to advertisers, insurance agencies, etc., I would rather pay for you to have a genetic test done in a medical-slash-diagnostic setting if you really want to know. That way, the data will at least have a chance of being safe. F***ing idiot. Actually, though. This affects you and everyone in your family tree. And thank God we're in Canada, where we don't have private health insurance. But if you are an American and you are doing these genetic tests, you are not just potentially screwing yourself. You are potentially screwing over every one of your descendants' ability to get health insurance, for example. Pre-existing conditions, anyone? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a post from a year ago on Reddit that was posted by Handyman at Philippine Chat. Yeah. Uh, you can never delete your personal information from 23andMe. I've tried. And then it's a, a uh, I think, an email response from 23andMe. We received yeah. your request to permanently de- delete your 23andMe account and personal information. The following apply when you submit your deletion uh, request. If you choose to consent to 23andMe research by agreeing to an applicable 23andMe, ser- 23andMe research consent document, any research involving your genetic information or self-reported information that has already been performed or published prior to our receipt of your request will not be reversed, undone, or withdrawn. Any samples for which you gave consent to be stored or biobanked will be discarded. 23andMe uh, and the contracted genotyping laboratory will retain your genetic information, date of birth, and sex as required for compliance with legal obligations pursuant to the Federal Clinical Laboratory uh, Improvement Amendments of 1988 and California Laboratory Regulations Oh my goodness. Uh, 23andMe will retain limited information related to your deletion requests, such as your email address and account deletion. This part totally makes sense. Account deletion request identifier as necessary to fulfill your request. That's how you can prove that you did it. That's actually totally reasonable. Uh, For the establishment uh, exercise or defense of legal claims. Yeah, exactly. Um, And as otherwise permitted, required by applicable law. Okay, guys. I feel like I'm having a wake up sheeple moment here. People are like, insurance companies in the U.S. can't discriminate against pre-existing conditions anymore. (laughs) Okay, because legal protections prevent companies from doing stuff? Like, are you even serious right now? that might also change at some point. Um, Yeah, we can't count on laws to stay the same. And people are like, how much of this is fear-mongering, though? This is not fear-mongering. This is real. This is now. It literally just happened. All the, a a bunch of information just leaked and is now purchasable on the internet. Some of it leaked and some of it's purchasable on the internet. And the thing is that, like, you can't, uh, we can't predict the consequences. We don't know exactly. And this is, this is not... What if what this if is you not have like a pre-existing far, is, condition? Yeah, this is not far-fetched, you guys. What if you have a pre-existing condition and someone that you want to... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go And people that. are talking about, okay, well, yeah, but like to get health insurance, you already need to do a blood test anyway. It's like, yeah, but hold on a second. Now it's not just a blood test. There's a ton of stuff that you can't tell from a blood test, but you could tell from having a detailed family tree... Right? Like, there could be a condition that... There could just be... It could just be a numbers game. Maybe maybe they have a family tree for you. They have... Because they have all this useful genetic data that they can link you to a whole bunch of people who... Oh, yeah, man. Almost no one in this family lives over 60. 
No life insurance for you. They don't even have to care why. They don't have to find a specific condition. Yeah, yeah. Harry T underscore T. Not even pre-existing. You might have markers for stuff you might get. Yeah. Something they couldn't pick up in a blood test. This is a genetic test. You'd have to... I mean, look how angry people were over things like mandatory drug testing in the in the workplace. How how was it ever even thinkable? It's, it's always the to submit your genetic information. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be all I told you so, but I sent that email in December of 2019. This momentum didn't have to build. This is not fear-mongering. The for sale post says, tailored ethnic groupings, individualized data sets, pinpoint origin estimations, uh, I don't know what this means, but haplogroup details, phenotype information, photographs, links to hundreds of potential relatives, um, and most crucially, raw data profiles. 100 profiles for 1,000 bucks, 1,000 profiles for 5,000 bucks, 10,000 profiles for 20,000 bucks, and 100,000 profiles for 100,000 bucks. On offer are DNA profiles of millions, ranging from world's top business magnets to dynasties often whispered about in conspiracy theories. Each set of data also comes with corresponding email addresses. For bulk purchases exceeding 10,000 profiles, we offer the flexibility of incremental payments to ensure trust during transactions. Wow. Wild. Yeah. All right. Ah, okay. I mean, I don't know if I could have explained it any more clearly than I already did, so. Neat. Um, After Dark, shift of tone. Speaking of dystopian bullshit, deepfake TikTok scams continue oh. to plague social media. A scam video uh, recently appeared on TikTok featuring an extremely convincing deepfake of Mr. Beast announcing an alleged iPhone 15 giveaway. The video does have some tells that it's a fake. Uh, the lip syncing is noticeably off and it lacks the more elaborate production value of typical Mr. Beast content. But regardless, the effect is realistic enough that it could easily fool an unwary user. And you know what is kind of interesting? about it being Mr. Beast specifically, is that he goes out of his way to have lower production values because he feels like higher production values are too slick, which makes it easier to deepfake him because you don't have to have a super crystal clear perfect... It's harder to pixel peep some lower res thing. Even knowing Jimmy, having seen him in person... This is pretty convincing to me. Like, whoa. I listened to it. It didn't sound like him. Sure, but that's a matter of time. Oh, yeah. Given I how just, much. Th that's the thing that keeps getting me is the voices are, they have like underlying accents, which is interesting. Given how. People are like, eh, clearly fake, it's emotionless, bro's head movements don't match the conversation. Guys, 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 I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at the convincingness of the there's replacement. Also, there's also a wild difference in, and uh, 
Maybe you have a better you're, actor. Maybe you're perfect and you would have got it anyways. But there's a wild difference, and this has been proven, in the amount of people that can recognize AI when they're told that it's AI first versus people, or whatever I know, um, versus people that can afterwards. You mean can before they were told? Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah. difference. Big, it's, big difference. And the audio is a pretty solid tell, but sure. Um, that's if if that gets better at the kind of rate that video has i'm i'm scared man uh similar scam videos have surfaced featuring celebrities like tom hanks apparently selling fake dental plans and cbs anchor gail king selling a sketchy weight loss product on instagram another scam used deep faked bbc anchors to introduce elon musk who supposedly had an investment opportunity uh, many corporations have enacted watermarking and metadata tags to ensure that AI-created content is clearly labeled as such, but recent studies have shown that current watermarking systems are easily subverted through simple methods like adjusting brightness or adding Gaussian blur. Gaussian, sorry. That's the correct pronunciation in English. No, I'm... I was making a joke. Gaussian blur is correct. Uh, it's also, There's rules. It's also easy to add AI watermarks to human-authored videos and images. Our discussion question is, how do we best protect the people being targeted by these kinds of scams, like less tech literate, young people, the elderly? The answer is, we cannot. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I honestly don't know. I yeah. used to have strats for a lot of the old stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I got no, I, I got nothing, man. Nothing. Let's do one show after dark. Let's do some merch messages. Maybe all of the hilarious people in our community buying bread will <laughs> make me feel better. You guys are, are they buying a lot of bread. Well, it's ridiculous, right? Because <laughs> they spent five thousand dollars on bread. <laughs> Like, I just don't even really know what to tell you at this point. Oh, shoot. What now? Nothing. Is your bread not squishy enough? No, I have to do sign-in things. Oh, all right. <laughs> nice. Nice. Get that 2FA. All right, Dan, hit me. Sure, sure. Let's see what we got here. Hi, LLD. Treating myself for my birthday. I'm interested in your nice. thoughts on the Kaleidoscape escape system the picture quality is amazing but the hardware is very expensive for what it is have you seen this uh, system before kaleidoscape kaleidoscape it's like what the devil is a kaleidoscape it's like a super high-end netflix plex thing oh i know this thing you have the to get like you have to get like a player I've like seen, you have to have their hardware i've seen these in like some really expensive houses yeah yeah no it's, it's i think really i think you have to buy the hardware <laughs> first you have to find a dealer oh, yeah. no, you can buy uh, so you have to buy the hardware and then you have to buy the movies for it and they're drm locked to the hardware like you don't you don't own that blu-ray forever like i think it only plays on this thing hold on how much does this bloody thing cost i can't remember they are they don't tell you super expensive but if i if i remember correctly you um i uh, man don't tell you but you can buy it at best buy what what was i yeah, oh yeah I oh, that's a different system i'm thinking of then um, I was, um, yeah, it might be this one. It might be a different one. I think there's, I think there's other stuff like this, but, um, one of the ones that I was looking at, you could get theatrical releases before they were available on, uh, on home video. And, uh, what, what else I found out about this when I was looking at, um, 
at these like video HDR tone mapping boxes that this company makes that are just a computer, but with some special software. What the f***? Right, 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 right. It costs way more <laughs> for storage. 25 grand for the 88 terabyte one, which is freaking... Or and that's hard drives. You can get 31 terabyte SSD for 25 grand as well. Um, yeah, I can't. Holy um, crap, dude! I have a hard time imagining having enough money that something like this would make sense to me. Why does it make sense? What is? It, how could it? What does it do? For complex installations that require integration with control systems or lighting, we recommend you buy from a local dealer that can assist with installation. Crestron. Um, okay. A Crestron system in your house? You I put one of these? I forget how it works. Movies are downloaded to a Terra movie server in your home and played back on Strato movie players throughout your home. So you have a server, which that's, you know, fine enough. Who doesn't have a home server? This is Slash S. I'm kidding. Um... But yeah, so you have the server, and then it plays back on the on the player. And I forget how much the players are. Every four... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. The ultimate 4K system includes every 4K movie available at the time of shipment preloaded onto two Terra Prime 88 terabyte movie servers along with one Strato C movie player. What the... So because you get every video, every Blu-ray ever? I guess so. I don't even want that. I'm trying to remember... I'm trying to remember if you have to... Like, if you lose... If you have to pay a subscription or not. Maybe you don't. I'm not sure. Does anyone know anything about these? I don't even, like, want to. Oh, don't be a hater. I mean, at least... I'm a we're, hater. We're learning. We're learning. Nope, I'm hating. Is there anything else like it, or is this the one? Because I definitely learned about something like this at some point. Yeah, I've seen these systems as well, but I don't know of what they're called. They're so expensive and ridiculous. Dumb. This is great. CH5609 says, quote from another site, The new Terra Prime Solid State is the only dedicated movie server with 2.5 gig Ethernet and data center grade solid state drives, enabling the fastest downloads and the most simultaneous movie playbacks. I beg to differ! I'm pretty sure I yeah, unless you make have one. a dedicated movie server that has 10 gigabit Ethernet and also has data center. Actually, I took data center grade drives home. Is that where those went? Were those the what SSDs? were we doing with them? Were those the SSDs? Nothing. I got yelled at for putting them in the Wanso, Wanso server. Which one? The P4500s? No, no. Those are the, those are the actual expensive ones. Yeah, I took those home. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, they have a compatibility issue with uh, Epic platforms, and we're almost all Epic now. I should tell Taryn. Um, why? I don't know if that's allowed. Um, he bought the snacks? He bought the drives? Yeah, I bought no. the snacks. No. Not Linus the employee. Uh, Linus the company owner might have. Mm -hmm. And I don't I think see. that's how company property works. Um, Did you sign them out? Yeah. Then it's totally fine. I Shut don't up, Luke. think so. I signed them out. So, and it's for a video. Yeah. It's for the content. It's even better. I didn't know it was for a video. All right, you might have got me there. I don't know if I made a video about it. Uh, but he signed him out. That's uh, good enough. I talked about uh, them in a video. We've had a problem lately of infrastructure videos not being made. That's true. We have had that. Um, in all seriousness, though, my home server is not just a home server. We also, like, do stuff there. Yeah, I wonder why. Well, uh, that way it can be there. <laughs> just in case I need it. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, the point is, <laughs> mine is better than this. 
<laughs> oh yeah, no hands oh, down. Oh, not that. The other thing, the 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 server. Um, I honestly think that stuff like this exists. I yes. don't even I don't even think this is a man. Hot I have so much more capacity than this too. This thing sucks. Stuff like this exists so that some contractor that someone's giving basically a blank check to to make a crazy home theater set up for some crazy rich person's place can sell them this and mark it up even more than it's already marked up. No, you you've got only a fraction of it, Luke. It's for all the crazy rich person's multiple places. <laughs> right, okay. Understood. I didn't see them in normal houses, Luke. I, I saw them in crazy expensive houses. I right, had a, yeah. a really... Did you see them in any boats? I'm not going to name anybody. But it's on at least one boat. I'm I, gonna... I might have been on a boat that had one of these. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not telling that story on the land show. I, I'm not going <laughs> to name anyone here. I knew it. But I was talking to a, uh, a sales department for a company that makes super high-end displays. And we're not going to name anyone. Okay. Okay? Um, yeah. And what they said to me shouldn't have been surprising, but it was. And that was mm. that, you know, realistically, the typical customer for this is not buying just one. And I was like, oh, I mean, that makes sense because obviously your place in the Hamptons would have to have the same movie-watching experience as your boat, and which would have to have the same experience as your, you know, summer Pent home. Penthouse in New York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Overlooking the park. Yeah. That so, you're in for like a week. Yeah, I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to figure out how this works. So movies... Like are these are these movies that are in theaters right now or like Shrek the Third? Yeah, definitely. No, that's new new 4K arrivals. <laughs> this is new. Okay, don't be like that. It's not helpful. There's a Gran Turismo movie. What the heck? Are you kidding me? That's not a movie. That's a video game. The it's audience loves it. Okay, we've been through this. Like Luke. Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> it's too obscure, Luke. What do you mean? That was like two weeks ago. No, the Tomb Raider is too Nuke obscure. It. Wow, is Michael Sarah just like killing it right now or what? Like he's in this, he's in this. He was pretty weak in Barbie, I think. What? Yeah. <gasps> no, he played his character. Oh, maybe his acting was fine. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I just, his character was pretty uninteresting. I think he if was his supposed to be. It was Alan. Didn't exist at all. I think the movie would have been. That's exactly the point. As good. Yeah, but I don't Alan was like, uh, so, so, okay, our generation never experienced Alan. Alan oh. was, you know how there's so many in-jokes for the kids who grew up with, like, Barbie toys as, as like, yeah. a relevant toy? Alan was a joke for the kids before our generation who remember that weird, stupid fucking Alan thing oh, that, like, right. went away immediately. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He was he was irrelevant because he was irrelevant. Okay. Yeah. No, no, that's the whole point of I feel like he Alan. should have been in, like, even less of it then. But he was... The awkwardness is the point. Okay. Yeah. All anyway. Right. I don't necessarily think that he did a bad job of the role. I just, like... Then we can agree. <laughs> <laughs> We have an accord. <laughs> a Honda Accord. Hey. I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, me neither. I mean, uh, this seems like a lot of... But at least we agree. ...new movies. We're both right. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't make us do it again. <laughs> Going to so turn into lemon grab over here. Or at least fairly new. 
Yeah, I mean, but a lot of things go to like online availability pretty quick these days. Yeah, I just can't tell if any of this is is theatrical or not. This is just HD, but it's but it's who, but it's who Romeo. made Barbie again? Uh, Warner Brothers, I think. Warner Brothers. Did they have a online thing? Yeah, uh, uh, HBO, whatever, whatever okay. it's called now yeah. is their thing. I think. Stream Don't quote me on any of this. Oh yeah, Warner Bros. Discovery, and yeah, it's just called um, whatever it's called now. The whatever HBO Go used to be. All right. Well, that's the thing that exists. So cool. Why don't we do another merch message? What is one thing that you grew up doing that you still do, but get dirty looks from people when you do it, buying it, etc. Uh, I still collect Pokemon cards and get weird looks from other no quote-unquote adults. I mean... That's actually kind of surprising, to be honest. Yeah. Who's going to give you a weird look? We have money for yeah, it Yeah, you now. could be buying it for a kid. Yeah, even exactly. If they... That's weird. It's weird that they're giving you a weird look. I mean, it depends. It depends on, like, your demeanor when you're buying it. It can be pretty clear that someone's you're buying like something for themselves. Giddy about it? But then if you're, if you're giddy about it, who you're cares? probably in a place where you know what you're buying rather than just, like, booster packs... In, what, in which case, what are they doing in there then? Yeah. 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 Um, You're right. We're both right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> just hear Dan just dying every time we do it. I don't know if his mic's open every time, but, but we can hear him. Um. Oh man. Uh, oh, I'm trying I'm trying to think. Like there's definitely stuff like that. Some people don't even think adults should play video games, but I don't you know, I don't care. I'm gonna play but, video games. Yeah, he's talking about like seeing though. I mean I I'm trying to think, like even like the go-karts. Like when the kids and I are ripping around in the neighborhood, that's definitely not something that I should be doing as an adult. But pretty much everyone I see is like, Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't get that reaction from like a pretty much anyone ever. I don't know. No one cares. I, I think I think this might be a, a situation where like maybe they are self-conscious about doing it because they're like, I'm an adult. I shouldn't be into Pokemon. It could also be a community thing. Maybe. Like maybe they live in a community that's maybe more more aged. Um, and so, you know, it could be something as simple as, you know, wearing wearing headphones uh, in casual conversation, I think, is pretty normalized under 40. Yeah. But if you live somewhere where, you know, pretty much everyone is over over 60 you know maybe having headphones on wrote the rude kids are doing so uh, maybe it's just maybe it's that kind of thing maybe but that too but I, I just find a, a lot less people care about you and what you're doing than i think people kind of realize yeah i mean the reality of it is that if you're just somebody i pass on the street you are nobody and nothing to me yeah so like don't worry about it and if you feel differently about that myob <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't, don't know. know what to tell you, man. And like, you're never. I should gonna be see, nobody and nothing to you. You're probably like, never going to see yeah. those people that looked at you weird when you bought those Pokemon cards. So yeah. screw them. Who cares? What, who cares what they think? Yeah, yeah. Buy those Pokemon cards or don't. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why are Why are people judging people? It's not cool. Yeah. Man, Leave okay. Alone. Okay, here's something. Here's something. I I have I have no problem with crying. And I was, I saw like some super toxic stuff on Twitter about like, you know, I, men shouldn't cry it's and I would Twitter. never, I would never date a man who cries or whatever. Oh, wow. And I'm kind of sitting here nice. going, okay, well, enjoy your, you know, whatever thing that you've got Hope going on. you don't on want there. them to communicate as well. Yeah. Neat. Um, <laughs> good luck with that. 
I don't want to know when things are bad. Yeah, exactly. Head, sand. (laughs) (laughs) That's the new push-ups. Let's go. (laughs) Actually, very good for your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, What's up next? I would love to see a piece on how your cameras evolved from NCIX to now and why you chose those cameras. Oh, I can just do that now. I'm planning my own indie video slash podcast company and would like to avoid the obvious pitfalls. Red. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call the Reds a, a pitfall. Um, I, I can I can speak at length justifying the the, the Red purchase. Um, we learned a lot. Oh, yeah. We learned a lot about just, you know, production workflows and... Huge infrastructure improvements happened at that time to be yep. able to handle the footage, which is still helpful yep. today. Which we still use now. That So we, we got ahead of what we needed at the time at our scale, but now that we've scaled up... We use a lot of the same processes and a lot of the same infrastructure, um, or or very similar infrastructure. Uh, I, yeah, so we start. Okay, anyway, back to I started with a vlogging camera with just a microphone built into it. That was perfect for what I was doing at the time because I've always I've always said content is king. You should you should use whatever camera you have, and you should try to make the best content you can. Uh, from there, we used the, a handy cam that the NCIX boss gave his kids and they didn't use, so we, we adopted it. And then when we started Linus Media Group, I got a Sony FS700, knowing that it was 1080p today and that there would be a 4K upgrade in the future. That ended up being a long and winding road with various external recorders. I remember we had an Odyssey 7Q or 7 at some point. It was an external recorder that used SSDs because I was super determined to not use proprietary media. It looked at the time like... Was it CFast that was going to... No, I think that was... This was pre-CFast. I can't remember what the hotness fast media was supposed to be at the time, but um, there were other cameras, like the Blackmagic Cinema camera. We we did end up with one of those at some point for some reason. That used an internal SSD, like a SATA SSD. That was super cool. So the FS700, we had a couple iterations of external recorders, and then that... I never really talked about this publicly, but that was stolen. Um, which was which was pretty upsetting for me because that camera had a lot of sentimental it value. It sure did um, for me. It, it went through a lot with for us. All of us. Um, we had to get it firmware upgraded in order to support 4K, and we had to get like I forget if we had external audio recording for that one as well. Anyway, from the FS700, um, we went to I believe I want to say straight to the Reds because uh, there was an overlap. And then I think we, hmm, you know what? I might not actually remember. We might have gone for like the slightly downgraded, not quite an FS7, or maybe we were shooting on Blackmagic Cinema cameras or Pockets in the interim. Crap, I can't go through this. I don't remember everything. I thought I did. Anyway, we got the Reds, and that was very easily justifiable. We made a ton of content, not just about the cameras themselves, but also about all the different things that we learned about and workflow stuff and just having 8K footage around uh, to experience informed us about you know how useful it was and how valuable it was. We, we often used the higher resolution footage to punch in in post without necessarily giving up visual quality. Uh, there's, there were lots of things that were super great about those cameras, but we've moved on. We, we went to the Blackmagic 12K cameras that ended up being kind of a disaster because their low light performance wasn't very good and uh, the footage was even more difficult to handle. 
And then we, since then, have moved on to Sony... Um, oh, crap, I forget the name of them. Yeah, FX3s and FX6s. Are they FX... I know they're FX6s, Dan. Uh, you, anyway, you can see all our current stuff in the Gerald Undone studio tour that he did recently. And the reason that we like those is that they can take good audio into camera up to four channels, which is really useful when we have multiple hosts. The footage is pretty easy to work with. They're pretty reliable. They record to... Uh, they record to SD. Hey, Dan? At some point, we were using... Uh, something that had like external USB-C SSDs and we had just a ton of problems with those. Um, we used a lot of A7Ss for a long time. Now uh, we don't use those anymore because Sony has their FX3, which is kind of like a more professional A7S. Um, yeah, super, super boring to me, I guess, but I'm not really much of a camera gearhead. I just am like, okay, does this meet our business needs? Which has been in a way, really interesting for me as well, because it helps me to see the things that I am enthusiastic about through that lens. So for me, a computer is like, cool. But then I have to step back and I have to go, okay, if it was a camera, how would I see it? Well, what's its function? What's its cost? Is there a, a long-term ROI? What can we do with our old equipment to... Uh, uh, to reduce some of the cost of this upgrade, blah, blah, blah. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's not that I am less enthusiastic about computers now. It's more that it just helps me understand multiple perspectives when I'm looking at them. More? Yes. Howdy, WAN.DLL. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Little L, you speak of your darn tough socks, but have you tried... Features, far better comfort, same warranty, and durability. Feet, yours. Hmm. F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S. I have a hard time believing that they have far better comfort, but I'm uh, kind of excited to learn more. Top-rated sock is going off-road. Get $10 off. That's terrifying. If you can have $10 off a sock, that... Um, Tells you a lot about how much they cost. Oh, no, okay, they're about the same as Darn Tough. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably have to try them. Do they have anything not low-cut? I don't do low-cut. I don't like my uh, my ankles get cold. Oh, oh, my goodness. I didn't know that was why. This is a $30 sock. I only do low-cut. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> For I, the I exact opposite problem. I, I don't like it. I'm just overheating all the time. That's why I wear sandals, though. Ah, yeah. So socks and not shoes is the perfect balance for me. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That looks sloppy. Not gonna lie. It does, to be honest. Um, I'd be willing to consider checking them out. But one of the things that is so exceptional about Darn Tough is the um, the density that they achieve with their weave. Um, and our materials expert, who I introduced earlier on the show, Tatiana, um, has backed me up on this one now. I am not imagining it. They're actually just, like, markedly better than than other socks. No offense, Luke. He spent a lot on inferior socks. I really like my socks. He, but he really likes them, and that's good. That's what's important. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll, yeah. Uh, For Linus. <laughs> 
Yes, go ahead. Since he's an index user still, like me, are you a backer for the Nofio, which is getting near the finish line? I'm looking forward to it and hoping it will get patches for the big screen. Okay, so a couple things here. Uh, number one is I think I'm getting one, but I, I didn't back it. I um, used my tech reviewer privilege. I will be getting one, but no, I didn't pay for what? What? Maybe I should tell Taryn. Tell him what? I'm going to review it. And then if no one needs it, then I'll borrow it. Maybe. Forever. As long as you sign it out. I will sign it out. <laughs> then there's I no problem. I always sign things out correctly. Good. Yeah. See, Dan doesn't mind. Dan's put, just trying to suck up. I don't know why. We should put Dan in charge. He takes stuff something. home and doesn't sign it out. And then we can't find it. I and then we not. spend six months doing an audit. And we what? give him a 40-page document of all the stuff he has signed out. And then he can't okay. find anything. In my defense, some of that stuff was taken home back when we shot at home. So it wasn't taken home. It just was there. It still should be signed out because the location significantly changed. Well, yeah, but I but it didn't even have asset tags. Some of it was pre the asset system. Uh. In my in fairness to me. <laughs> anyway, um, the NoFile though looks amazing. It's a wireless adapter for the Valve Index. Uh, from everything that I've seen, it works really well. But unfortunately, you will not be using it on your big screen beyond because the big screen beyond goes way beyond in its bigness of screen it runs at a much higher resolution than the index and it's pushing the limits of what a wired displayport 1.4 connection can do forget about wireless uh, that is not happening for something like the big screen beyond anytime soon unfortunately I just watched all the CNET review videos for my past cell phones and some were 15 years old what would happen if YouTube decided to delete the old stuff? Will Google host the LG Chocolate 3 review forever? We've talked about this. This is a big part of that video I did about why Google should charge for 4K YouTube. The platform has to make money. And like you said, with the amount of accumulated archival content on the platform that really doesn't matter anymore, except that it's our, it's our only record. Like YouTube has immense historical significance at this point cultural significance at this point and we are basically just counting on google <laughs> to not just pivot and change it <laughs> the like sketchiest company it is he could have said at that time <laughs> actually important for them to make money on this platform and if some superfluous feature like 4K playback on your stupid phone is something that they can charge for, I think they should. Ugh. The whole argument I made in the video was a little more nuanced than that, but that's the basic gist of it. Is that 4K is not something we need. 4K is a luxury on YouTube. And if the users who benefit from that luxury and who find great value in it are subsidizing the platform for everyone else, that's that's a system that has to work for this because otherwise the, the free, the free internet, free access internet can't survive. I just moved and my ISP tried to make me pay the $500 worth of debt from the previous tenant before they would turn on my service. What's the most a company tried to make you pay for something dumb? Oh, man. I mean, I'm sure there's an answer to that, but my wife would probably know she handles all the finances. Um, I don't think I've opened a bill in 15 years. So um, maybe Luke has an answer for this one. Oh, I thought you were on it. So Sorry, what was it? 
Uh, company tried to charge you for something dumb? Company tried to charge him for money the previous tenant at that address owed. Oh, that happened anything? to me. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, my property taxes. No way. Property yeah, taxes. I got screwed on it. I got a, I got a, so when I bought the place, uh, I was supposed to, they paid the property taxes, but something, something happened, whatever. And then I had to pay like the remaining when I came in, but then I got a bill that said it was late and not paid with extra interest later saying I didn't pay it the first time, even though I had a receipt for paying it the first time. And I got in a dispute with the city about it. And they were basically like, take us to court or pay it. And I was like, okay. So I just paid it because it was literally cheaper. Wow. And I literally got bullied by the city. Yeah. Super cool. That was dope. Um, I have an interesting one though that I can point out uh, because I actually do want to give them props in this situation. Okay. And that's TELUS. I complained really? on WAN show a while ago <laughs> about how they were, um, they were, you would have oh, a payment like a dark method. pattern thing or something, right? No, it was just like oh. bad tech. You'd have a payment method on file. Oh, okay. And they just wouldn't charge it, and then they'd charge you interest and late fees. Got it. Yep, yep, yep. Which yep. was stupid. I think they fixed it, and... I noticed there was a bunch of kind of dark patterns, but I think they were actually unintentional. Just really, really unintuitive UI that you couldn't really tell. And it to the point where like there was actually no functional way to tell how your recurring payment method thing was supposed to work and how it's supposed to update and stuff. Yeah. Um, I recently had to get a new credit card, got the new credit card, went to go update my Telus subscription thing. And it's completely different. Huh. And it's very easy to understand what's going on. It's very clearly communicated what's happening. And I haven't had the issue with it not billing my card ever since. Huh. I, one of them, one of the people so, at so, Telus so someone contacted Telus. me. They contacted oh. me. And I talked to them on the phone, walked them through everything. And they were like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. And I was like, I'll believe it when I see it. Apparently, I just saw it. So high five, Telus. Got some stuff done. And on, on the experience of updating my card there was like flawless. So All right. I don't know. Good job. In, in that, in, in that one case, I'm not, you know, <laughs> sure. In, the, in that one case, good job. Yeah. Hey, LLD first purchase from the store. Normally don't live in Canada. I'm organizing a land at my hometown university for the second time next year. Any tips and tricks? We were around 40 last time, hoping for more than 60. Uh, I mean, Steam Cash? Yeah, sorry, what is it again? They're hosting a LAN. Any tips and tricks? Um, it's so easy these days. Yeah, make sure you don't go too many, too many switches deep. I think the max is seven. And don't get anywhere near that if you can avoid it. Promote. Uh, this is the lamest thing I could ever say, but I actually really? believe it. Promote like having like veggie trays and stuff oh. instead of regular gamer snacks. Wow, I you two, really have gotten boring. I have two reasons. Yeah. I have two reasons. One, it's just better for you. Two, it will actually aid in the sleepless night. Mm. A lot of people think the like Hydration. sugar food and stuff is going to help, but what's actually going to be better is good food and water. Yeah. That veggies. will actually keep you going. And veggies are both of those things. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Like it's, it's actually like, it's literally a gamer move and also it's healthier. 
But it's also literally a gamer move. So, there you go. Uh, this one's for Luke. How are the hardware upgrades going for LTT? I provide Soho solutions. Server power draw keeps me from pointing to server hardware due to power consumption. Consumer hardware memory limitations suck. Uh, are, we are we upgrading any hardware? Not really right now. We no. will be. Oh. We will be. Uh, but I don't think there has been... I mean, there's like little stuff all the time, but I don't think there's been any major changes. Uh, there's a plan to update some switches. But like... Yeah, I don't know. It's not like we're swapping out servers here or there. I think we're going to do a high availability WANA cluster at some point. Compute cluster. Yeah, yeah we've got some for lab and some other stuff. There's stuff coming. There hasn't yeah. been major stuff done yet, though. Yeah, so maybe ask tuned. me again in a while. And honestly, when we do it, I'm sure there's going to be videos coming out about it. So you'll just see it then. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, LLD. I am upgrading my theater room, trying to copy yours. Last WAN show mentioned the TCL screen, but Samsung just launched the new... A new The Wall this week. A stupid name for a product. The Wall. Yep. I still use the Facebook. I think it looks good. Would you get it? Um, so, okay. The reason I curated this is I tried to Google this, and absolutely everything I found was about the border wall between the U.S. and Mexico. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I'm going to add Samsung and see if I can figure out what exactly it is that you're talking about. Um I don't see a new one. Uh, Samsung The Wall News. This week? Unveils The Wall for virtual... No, that's June 14th. Okay, someone's going to have to link me to this because I'm afraid I'm just not really sure uh, which one you're referring to. The float plane. <laughs> the float plane stop. <laughs> I mean, it was originally the float plane club. No, that's not true. It was originally Rip Vessel, but... Yeah, that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> More? Yes. Okay. Hey, guys. Linus, who were the first 10 hires at LMG, and how many are still with the company? Oof. Uh, okay. Uh, how about I add up first hires, and then you add up ones that are not with us anymore? Okay. Okay. Not at the company anymore. Um, me? Yeah. Yvonne, sorry. She's number two. Luke. Ed. Brandon. Wait. What's up? I was counting wrong. I fixed it. We're good. Okay. Uh, Taryn. Oh, crap. I want to say Neil Van Beel. I think so. I think. I think Burkle came before Nick. I know the next one. Well, hold on. Just, 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 just I know the next two, really. Followed by... Uh, hold on. I'm thinking... It's such a cheat I'm... that you and Yvonne are included. It's accurate. It's true. It's fair. You're right. We're both right. Handshake. But it's such a cheat. It's not a cheat. It's a little bit of a cheat. No, you can't have it both ways. You can't be all like, oh, you're not the company, so you can't take stuff home. And also, <laughs> which is why you're you right. are not an employee of the company, so you don't count as a... Which is why you're right. Okay. We can both be right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if I remember correctly... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I remember. I think I remember. I think I remember. I think I remember. I'm pretty sure it's John and Dennis. Yeah. 
who I'm started sure right before we moved. Pretty sure it's Dennis first. He's technically, but I think they started on the same day. Oh. But I think Dennis's hire date was sooner because his like immigration was more stuff. complicated or something like They're that. Both here. So those are the first 10 and three are gone. Three are gone. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty damn good. It's actually not bad. Yeah. Because all of those are like nine years ago or something like that. Tish. No. No, oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, by oh, by the oh, end oh, of it, I yeah. think I think Dennis has been with us then about eight years or something like that. And same same with John. Um, trying to trying to think. After that, things happened like really rapid fire. Like oh, Colton yeah. and uh, you know, I am on on our timesheets. Yeah, I'm employee three because of you and Yvonne. Nice on insurance. I'm employee one. Don't really? know how that happened, but oh, it's freaking. We probably sick. don't have it. Oh, why? Because we just have our own like insurance that we have. Oh, okay. Yeah, like right. I, I don't think we would have that makes sense. Yeah. So every once in a while, yeah, that I'll makes like, sense. <laughs> people will, I'll like <laughs> go to physio or something and need to put in my stuff, and I put 001, and I always get the look. <laughs> nice. They're like, huh? I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you think I'm something I'm not, but that's still cool. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, whatever. You're an original gangster. <laughs> I don't have to correct anybody. Can't nobody take that away from you. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. People are linking me to Samsung The Wall, but it's, uh, I don't think this is new, you guys. Oh, wait. Hold on. A new all-in-one 130. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I've got a link that might be something new. Okay. What is this? Press kit. Effortless viewing experiences with new all-in-one 130-inch LED display. Okay, so this one, I guess, doesn't use modules, but hold on a second. But this is a 1080p display. This isn't even 4K. Uh, I don't know, guys. 1080p at that size is more, yeah, like commercial setting. We are sitting very, very far away from this, and the main point is like digital signage slash artwork. Um... Man, some, okay, am I the only one who gets bothered by how completely unrealistic and stupid some of the promotional materials for products are? Where is the power for this? What is the purpose of this space? What is this? Explain this to me. What am I even looking at? <laughs> It's like the weirdest spot. <laughs> what was that thing we had the other day where it was like ocean food for humans? This is like AI designed. This is a human living space. Yeah. Well, look where all the humans maybe, could put their Maybe this is like could the, put their buttocks. The most expensive like Google Chromecast picture frame wall. It's it's just a giant picture frame that costs tens of thousands of dollars. No, I think it is. I just mean, what is this room that it's in? Oh, coffee shop, kitchen. Where would the customers sit? That the counter on the left looks way too short. Yeah, it does. Like none of the there's, shadows make any sense either. There's what looks like a couch way over here. Is this here? an AI generated? Well, room? look, look at the shadow underneath one of the chairs. The window, your light source is coming from the left, and then the wall is blocking is, all of the light. Is this an AI generated? It's just like a weird composite. Look how weird that chair is. Maybe it's just rich people chairs. But imagine <laughs> sitting in that. That looks like the most uncomfortable thing ever. Yeah, uncomfortable furniture is totally a thing, though. Rich people. But that doesn't look like a what is, standard counter. Height. What is this? What is this fence? It, what What does it protect you someone against? You don't want to slide in your house? Why not? What do you mean? It blocks the look fern. That, is that a lamp? This? Yeah. I, it could be a projector screen. I mean... 
It could be, it could be anything. It could point. be anything. Yeah. Or I, your dreams um, be memes. And like, honestly, what is this? Is this an office? Is this what someone imagines an office looks like? Where are all the, are these, what are these? Are these IMAX? Where are all the peripherals? Do, do people actually tuck their chairs in it, like that when they go home at this place? I don't think it's an AI image though, because the, the feet on those chairs are not totally whacked. This is definitely a composite. I just, I, oh, this that's is Unreal like, Engine. Look at this Fakest, wall. Yeah. It's just Unreal Engine. Is that it? I, this one, maybe. The other ones are definitely just like Photoshop composites. Like, I just, I, I don't understand it. And honestly, I, um, I, I have, I have had, I have had a similar experience, particularly looking at promotional imagery for projectors because every single stupid projector, in fact, Samsung had one. Did I ever, I, I'm sure I told you this story. I won't say the brand. It's been long enough, whatever. They're fine. Um, but I was at a, uh, a brand hotel room thing, uh, hotel event thing at Computex. Uh, years, years back, and I was looking at one of their little demo cards of how a monitor worked. Yeah, and I started like laughing at it and pointing out all the ways that it was BS to Brandon. And one of the representatives sprinted from the other side of the room, grabbed it, and ran away with it because they like realized that I was pointing out that they're like promotional materials, which is BS. And he just took off. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just this just made me think of that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> What is powering this projector? Hmm. Hope. Hey, there could be a hole in the table. No. Because that's not where the power inlet is for this projector. Oh, is it in the back or something? What is it shining at? <laughs> as far as I can tell, this is a dining room table. Oh, yeah. Um... Let's go on. I, I haven't even... Whoever, I, whoever was posing for that thing just wanted lunch. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on a second. Uh, this one might be battery powered. This thing might have a battery in it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me check. Let me check. Oh, if it did, you just got God, dude. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just, just chill for a second. It's okay. You can still be correct because it's still shining at nothing logical. So it's fine. Yeah. Still correct. Uh, maybe it's it, not a compromise. Maybe nah. it doesn't have a battery. Hold on. Does it have a battery? Uh, blah 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 blah. No, the compromise, Dan, is that he's he's correct, but he got one out of two. Hold marks. on, maybe the sound is through the bottom. Okay, I can't, I can, I can no longer remember. Fits in one hand, portability. Okay, hold on. Blah blah. External battery compatible. No, it does not include a battery. So let's go back. What is powering this? Yeah, wait. What is powering this? Wait, stop. You actually need to stop now. No, go, go back. Where is the go cord back. for this? Because it's shining when she flips it, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it's it's fake. Yeah, yeah, but I'm seeing... Also, it, I'm saying, this listen. is not aimed at that. <laughs> not even close. This is aimed, like, up here. Oh, man. What is even happening right now? <laughs> This is, this, this geometry is so perfect that with perfect professional installation alignment and a ceiling mounted projector with lens shift, I could never hope to achieve such perfect geometry. And look at this. There's no spill. She doesn't even need a black frame on this thing. No. 
Why would you? Why is this allowed? I'm not even saying this is a bad product. Cool product wow, or whatever. that's the fakest thing. But this is so fake. <laughs> I think that's like the worst example for me, to be honest. This is a completely... That looks like someone snipping tooled, like... <laughs> unrealistic representation of this product. <laughs> what is this, Apple TV? Yeah. At just, least this one has a power cord. Going into what? Wait, Nothing. Where's the base of it? It's here. Going into the floor? Isn't it bigger than that? Or is the base a power base or something? Oh, I don't even know. What are we even looking Wait, at? Wait, yeah, sometimes it doesn't have... Sometimes all your base don't belong to us. Wait, yeah, that one doesn't have it. Yeah, she... That is not powered. Yeah, that one's definitely... This not. is definitely added... Oh, digitally. the external battery might be the taller base. Maybe. But it sure as heck isn't connected to this one. No, that one... Yeah, that one's still screwed up, obviously. So you're still correct. It's I want to see the first frame of this. Hold on. Here we go. No. This clearly has no power source whatsoever. Yeah. Why? Why don't you just show it being used in a realistic scenario with power attached to it? Is that so hard? Funky. Anyway. Yeah, just, just projector marketing is a personal pet peeve because it is... I, I didn't even have People to... People are saying there's a cable. Where? People are saying it had a cable. Uh, in front of the pillow. Just to the right. You can see it. You can barely <gasps> see it because the pattern on the pillow. It's oh, just disingenuous. I think you're right. Yeah. Look at that. That's sickening. Where's it going? Where does it go? Well, she's got the power under the pillow. That's the worst. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. It was not in that shot. It is not here, guys. Where does it go? <laughs> you know what? If my point is that it's disingenuous, I'm still right. Very correct. Good work. <laughs> I, I agree with that one. Crap, I'm getting involved now. <laughs> All right, hit me, Dan. It's too wholesome. We it's need to wholesome. we need to handshake in a circle. <laughs> yeah, it has to be like this. No, no, no. <laughs> like wait, like what? Sorry. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> this is what this is okay, we're back on track. This is good. All right, excellent. Linus, you sounded excited to get into City Skylines 2. Have you seen how they rolled back pre-orders for consoles after they delayed the console launch? Is that an acceptable way to do that? Yes. Roll back pre-orders for consoles. Yeah. That is totally acceptable. Correct. I what's bad about that? I mean, yeah, you should launch a product when it's ready, and you should take money when you're when you launch. I love it. All right. I think I think I would almost did it did it say they they gave refunds, like refunds just happened, or were refunds offered? I, and they didn't mention that. Because I would honestly prefer if they offered it. Because, like, if I bought this thing and they were like, it's delayed, in a lot of cases, I'm just going to be like, okay, cool. I don't want my money back. I just want it when it's ready. Not, not that it's, like, oh, horrible that they gave me my money back. I heard anything. I was going to get a refund. Okay, so they're just, like, doing it. Which I don't prefer, but it's not... 
It's been delayed till like 2024. Okay, 2024 Jeez. is not that far away. Yeah, it's like 13 months. Ah, uh, 15, what? 15. What? What 20, month in 2024? Oh, wait. Oh, my God. 2024 is yeah. next year? Yes. Ah! What is time? Yeah, it's three months away. Okay, never mind. <laughs> cool. Yeah, they're being automatically refunded. Yeah, so I'm okay I, with it. I'm not against it. Yeah, just go order it again. Yeah. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah, they, they, this is, if anything, they might be doing it wrong, but they're doing the right thing wrong. So yeah. Yeah. intentions matter a lot. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, no, they're, they're being great. Yeah, it's clear what their intentions are. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Linus, I'm an eighth grade science teacher, and I am launching a YouTube channel for educational content. What tech tips do you have to make educational content entertaining for the youths of today? I mean, honestly, I kind of feel like I'm getting old, but uh, one one critical thing is bringing in fresh blood. You know, we definitely get new, younger people ideas from the younger people on our team. Um, one of them is never stop having fun making the content. You know, Bill Nye wasn't young when he did Bill Nye the Science Guy. It's still super entertaining. Um, so just have fun. You know, you could just tell that show was a lot of fun. Um, at least I hope it was. For all I know, maybe it was super toxic or something. Bill Nye the Science Guy? Yeah. But I, just, been, I don't think that's been canceled. No, I just mean, I don't know. Maybe the production environment was terrible and it had nothing to do with Bill. Like, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh-huh. but yeah, no, I, I just, just keep it, keep it fun. Fun is infectious. That's the most important thing. Okay. Hey, DLL, happy to have another long sleeve back. Is there any reason you don't do them more or for your other shirts? Yes. The reason is that we didn't have blanks. We couldn't get stock from American Apparel of their long sleeve blank. And we were prioritizing our short sleeve, our short sleeve blank before we started working on the long sleeve blank because the fit's a little bit more challenging. But now, as you can see, we have... um, done up our fit we've done all of our grading across all the different sizes and we have it now let's go now this one's all in capitals but i'm not going to yell it question for luke do you think starfield was a success or a no, failure no, you're reading it wrong dan question for luke do you think starfield was a success or a failure not sure if the answer is straightforward <laughs> i'll keep it short um i don't think we're going to be able to tell for a long time um my only reason for that is before it came out Todd was talking about how they weren't designing a game for the next, like, one year. They were designing a game for the next, like, ten years. And one thing I will defend the game on is its core. There's a bunch of actually good stuff. Good bones. It's going to need modders to make it good. And before everyone screams at me, no, that doesn't excuse it. I understand that. But (sighs) I've talked about this before as well. Nexusmods.com. I got tired of the game at a certain point, got angry with it, was like, screw it, I'm going to do it. Uh, and I just went on Nexus Mods, went to collections for Starfield, saw Constellation V2, read through all the mods that they had in it. I was like, this sounds great. This looks like exactly what I would do. Clicked two buttons, and in like 20 minutes, I was back in the game, had like 100 mods running, and it's way better. <laughs> massively prefer the new system and this is without creation kit this is without years of time for modders to work on it uh and the space arena for modders to be able to mess around in and make super cool things um is gonna be awesome i think it's gonna have crazy legs on it Um, i also would point to cyberpunk to a game that was a failure on launch and is now 
this amazing thing that everyone loves. I would point at other games like that too. So I don't know. I don't think it was a smash success. I don't think it's doing badly enough to necessarily consider it a failure due to it having really long legs on it. If it didn't have really long legs on it, I'd say it's a failure. That's it. Linus, I was wondering why you went all the way to a place like Alabama to talk to somebody about the Saturn V rocket. Surely there were smarter people in smarter places you could have gone to. Wow. What the what? heck? What does that even mean? That's really inflammatory. Um, it was awesome. Um, were you talking to smart every day? Yeah, I was down there. So to... that's what the smarter thing is about, I think. No, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I just, I think that maybe there's an underestimation of, um, how smart the people I was talking to were maybe. Oh, um, I, th I thought they were like awesome. Literal rocket scientists. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. I'm confused. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I went there because I was hanging with Destin from smarter every day. Yeah. We set up a server for him and we also made a video for our own channel while we were down there. And I talked to very, very, very smart people for yeah. that video, and it was awesome. Sweet. Hi, LLD. Did you guys end up doing the backpack car pulling thing? No. We need to do that. Yeah, we've been doing more video marketing lately, so maybe we should add that. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where, like, come on, be realistic. It's not like you'll be able to floor it. Like, that would, that would tear it apart, obviously. Uh, yeah. But and, and like if you go slow enough, you could probably tow a car with a human hair. But like we'll find some middle ground, I think. No, don't, don't think about think so. physics. Okay. All right. Blah blah. Static coefficient of friction. I don't care. Many hairs together strong. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. That was really helpful. <laughs> Sorry, that was a callback. Uh, Linus, what was the issue with the latest Samsung wearables that you uh, that didn't you didn't use them? I don't remember. I think I used it for a bit, and then I didn't like the interface. Basically, I just want the pebble back. Give me hardware buttons. That's all I care about is, like, scroll up, scroll down, being able to, like, change my music track. Like my Starfield watch has physical buttons that scroll up and scroll down. Do you like it? Yeah, it's can actually you change pretty your, Can you change music? I can. Oh, well, then it sounds pretty good. It's surprisingly okay. It feels very, like, dated. Can you read messages on it? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. You can't respond to them? Yeah, pebble could. Yeah. Well, pebble time could. Pebble time, ugh. Peak smartwatch. I like being able to read messages on it, though. A surprising amount, to the point where it has me actually vaguely interested in this Pixel Watch thing. I'm just worried I'm going to lose it immediately. Mm. Because, like, I... Just don't take it off. Why would you take it off? I can't help it. What do you mean you can't help it? I can't help it. Learn to help it. Things just annoy me when I'm typing, and it's right there. I'm like, this is annoying. I don't want it on. Get a better band. Just spend actual money. No. Then spend more money on losing things. No. Just oh. don't buy them in the first place. Yeah, but it's included with your phone. So you have it already. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if that's gonna I don't know if that's gonna work. Hold on, I just need to check something. No, they're still there. With how defeated he was, I thought they might be gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I'm going to read another merch message Sheesh. Now. Luke, I'm loving your Starfield playthrough, oh, but thanks. it's going to take me a while to get through it. Can you please upload the VODs to something that isn't Twitch? Be oh, ashamed what? to lose them. I'm going to try. I'm going to answer for him. He's not going to feel like doing that. 
I archived. I, I think I curated. I was going to say, like, yeah, why was that, that curated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't curate. Just so that I could answer it for you. No, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, you might be able to download them off Twitch. I don't know. I don't really pirate know them. About it. Piracy yeah. is the answer. Do it. Yeah, steal them. I don't care. Do it, you wimp. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Top Food. Uh, DLL. Any news on LDD backpack carabiners? My fiance got me one for Valentine's Day. Uh, how would I stay up to date on this? Thanks for almost 20 years of entertainment. Uh, as long as you're still with your fiance when they finally ship, um, she'll get a <laughs> notification. And you'll get them. That's uh, the best way to stay up on it. I, that's amazing. That's either offensive or not. Yeah, mm. depends how their relationship's going. Yeah. I saw a YouTube short ad for someone who was selling carabiners, which are almost identical. Oh, I did the, too. You saw this? I pointed at the screen. It's a, I. That was a, oh like my god. I almost sent it to you. No, oh no, no, no. my god. Oh, they're the almost identical ones. to the new ones. Oh like, yeah, that makes sense. Same material. Oh yeah, it's a thing. Almost actually identical design. Yeah, yeah, they're a thing. The hard part is getting. Did it have the squared corners thing? Mm, they were slightly different. The, yeah. the, the they hard... weren't identical. No, no, they're a thing that exists. That okay. that's that's fine. Okay. The hard part is getting a quarter million of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't think they made a quarter million. Yeah, every everything is easy when you only need one. Yeah, I mean they were selling like packs of like two or something for like a bunch. It was they? a hell of a lot of money. It mostly really probably expensive. because they didn't order a quarter million. Yeah, they're day. really expensive, even in quantities of a quarter million. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're we're production is is ongoing. We we are we're on it. We're exploring where to ship them from. It looks like they'll probably ship out of China at this point, but still 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 more work to do. Yeah. Uh, last one of my curated here. Hi, Linus. I'm a sous chef and work for a contract company. Uh, it's sous chef. <laughs> I'm a that's, a that's a reference to an earlier part of the show. I know. I wasn't. Before you I wasn't <laughs> listening. Just <laughs> yeah. Okay, carry on. Uh, hi, Linus. I'm a sous chef and work for a contract company that sets up kitchens in other companies and feeds the employees fifty to eight hundred people per account. Uh, have you ever thought of doing something similar? Um. Man, you set up a kitchen in another company. I mean, it sounds like like a Google level thing to do. Um, EA, um, yeah, EA yeah. has one of those. I think something like that would be mm -hmm. super cool. I have no idea how we could make something like that feasible here. Like, we don't even have a lunchroom, which I guess is embarrassing. But yeah, I mean, we have the lounge. I know, and we have the foyer at the lab. Those, neither of those are technically lunchrooms. Like, we have places for people to eat. We're not, you know, total barbarians. But they are not, they're not lunchrooms. They're not set up for, like, a, for if, if we expected everyone to take their lunch at the same time, like with a catered meal or something like that. Oh, yeah. Impossible. Uh, you can, like, you can like uh, do staged rollout of meals through food trucks. Sure, stuff. but then everybody has to, like, schedule it or yeah. something. And you're, yeah, that's like, asking a lot of our team, no Especially offense. Especially production schedules? Yeah, like, it's just, I, 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 have, I, I, I have no idea. There's definitely idea. issues with it. Like, we do snackies. Um, that's, that's about like all we're set Facebook up for right now. have just straight-up restaurants. Yeah, but that's the thing, is where on earth would no, I put no, a restaurant? No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, just yeah, saying, let's like, just buy another unit and just like they they like truck. solve that problem by having a literal restaurant. Yeah, 
because it has to run all the time. So it's like, yeah. So I just, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not set up for that. I really enjoyed the communication of me just like looking at you and pointing. Yeah. <laughs> you I weren't did, even really pointing in the right direction. It's right well, there. I was talking about the labs the whole time. Oh yeah. But you were pointing kind of off that way. I was pointing this way. I don't know. I, I'm sure the video evidence will show that I was right and that you were also right. Uh, very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to like this now. It's very wholesome. Got so used to my parents fighting that this feels better. I'm talking about you two. Oh, oh okay. okay. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. <laughs> I was like, oof. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit too heavy, guys. Jeez. 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 Uh, okay. With the Writers Guild ending the strike after reaching an agreement reportedly in yes. your favor, does yes. it make that's you good. rethink your position on AI's ability to replace creative work? No, not even a little. Because we never said that AI was going to replace truly exceptional creative work. AI has to be trained. It's a large, it's, it's, a, it's a learning model, right? Like it's, you need human creativity to feed into the AI. It's not self-sustaining. It's not a perpetual motion machine, right? So it, the kind of work that we think that AI will be able to replace is absolutely going to be within its capabilities at some point. However, this appears to have been a major win for staving off that point. One of my concerns, and I haven't, I haven't read through everything yet because I've been extremely busy with other things lately. This is something that I've been kind of following up on occasionally, but not following extremely closely the whole time, but very interested in uh, just, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so I haven't, I haven't read it in more detail yet, and I would really like to. But uh, one of my concerns is that when I looked at it, it seemed like the term of the New Deal was not very long. Um, writers, uh, hold on, I'm trying to uh, deal uh, term length. Hold on, let me, let, me, let me check, let me check. Maybe it's longer than I thought. Three-year three year contract? Like, to me, but to me, a... What takes place for a fresh three-year... Yeah, to me, a three-year contract is just another way of saying... Hey, we're going to wait for AI to get better. Yeah. So that's a major concern from my side. And, and again, it's not that... Man, I feel like my position on this is very hard for people to um, wrap their heads around because I'm not just, just pro-AI or pro-union or anti anything like i'm 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 an outsider here in a big way because i don't think that our industry is necessarily in as much danger as that industry um and it's for reasons that i honestly i'm having a hard time kind of figuring out how to articulate right now like we're we're operating on such a fast pace it changes so fast i i also think like with the workload that with the workload and the timeline that social media people have to work on, YouTube, TikTok, whatever, any form of assistance is not going to result in lower hires. Yeah, I don't There's really... just more we could do 100% of the time. Yeah, and, and like... Like if someone here could use it as an accelerator, 
We're probably great. just going to end up hiring more people, not less. To accelerate more. Like yeah. we're, we're, our whole industry is growing at such a, an incredible rate right now. Uh, whereas they are in a period of, I mean, that's been a big part of what I've brought up as a major concern, right? Is that they're negotiating for a new deal to be paid more in an industry that is currently undergoing what I think may be a, a, an extinction level event, right? Like I, um, we've seen so much consolidation and we've seen so, so such low profitability coming out of the, the streaming era that I, I just, I, I felt like they didn't have a lot of leverage. It's clear that these companies need to make shows. And right now, the only path to that is a deal with the writers. But the fact that this is only a three-year deal is a major concern to me. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know the three-year thing. And it has me shifting from worrying uh, like i i heard this went through and i was like oh nice they won awesome and now it kind of feels like a delayed loss um yeah someone's saying uh, dima in flip plane chat is saying uh that the three-year term might have been on purpose from the writers because they're expecting the studios to find loopholes and they'd rather patch them sooner rather than later i mean that's uh Ooh, that's a dangerous game that's a dangerous game um Yeah. Three-year deal is their standard, apparently. Yeah, all right. I mean, this is... Wild. You, you can't go on strike for half a year to get a three-year deal every time. My goodness. Um, that's that's not sustainable. All right. Sheesh. Well, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I feel for the people who are out of work for a long time. I hope they get back. I hope that yeah. the new terms are such that they make up they gain back what they lost. Like that's the most important thing is I remember there was a prolonged teacher strike here a long, long time ago. And, um, basically, you know, it was the, the teacher's union positioned it as a win. And, um, I, I read something or was talking to someone who basically did the math on how much the province saved during the time they were on strike. And, how much the gains they got were and how long the deal was for. And basically they were just getting back what they lost, except they just like weren't working for a long time. And then they were working and, and it was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I just, I just hope I, like I said, I haven't looked at the details and I, I hope they're getting back what they lost and, and some. I mean, that does help, I guess, for new people coming in. Yeah, it's a public service, but provinces still have budgets, which is sort of baffling to me, especially with something like education. What do you What do you mean budget? School costs. What school costs? You're, that's like that's like one of your three actually important jobs. Government. <laughs> Roads, schools, libraries. Like honestly, if you haven't got that covered, what else are you What are you doing? Not hospitals. Oh yeah, hospitals. Sure, fine. <laughs> I thought we were talking about it's America. A little, little, little questionable. So. Private hospitals. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway. <laughs> Up next, how to avoid getting scammed. With you having multiple great products, how is the initiation process working with suppliers on Alibaba? I want to craft my own weight clothes using tungsten. 60 kilograms, about 3,000? I had... I saw this. I okay. didn't curate this. I've literally I no idea what this, this. means. Um, no, they're, 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 they're trying reasonable. to figure out how to engage with Alibaba suppliers. Okay. So a couple things. Number one is no Alibaba supplier is going to want to 
sell you one set of anything. Uh, they they might sample something to you, but they need to get some idea that you are working on an order that will have some kind of quantity in the longer term in order to engage with you at all, because they don't want to waste their time either. As for avoiding getting scammed, honestly, we've had overall pretty good experiences dealing with Alibaba okay. sellers. Um, they care about their reputation on that platform, as far as I can tell, far more then small-time sellers care about their reputation on a platform like Amazon. And I think the reason is that on Alibaba, that's a Chinese site where I think there are actual consequences for bad behavior. Um, and they are actually operating under their real entity name. They're not just spinning up a random XYZ Tech Incorporated Shell Corp, whatever blah, thing, blah, blah. so that they can flip some crap on Amazon. So uh, yeah, it's honestly been overall pretty solid. Hey Luke, how would you rate the three D down jacket for winter? I'm in New York, right on the border with Canada. Is this the winter jacket for me? Uh, I don't know if I'm the right person to ask. Yeah, it's not winter, winter. I am a warm boy. It's more of like a spring, fall, water-resistant kind of thing. And if you wanted to wear it in like proper winter, like below zero temperatures, you'd, you'd layer it up. So, like I do. It can be layered And I layer well, it up. Yeah. Um, but it's not... It's really warm for how thick it is, or thin yes. it is, Yes. but it is not a super warm jacket. It's a really cool garment. I absolutely love it. I wear it all the time, uh, but I, I don't want really to sell it as something that it's not, and it is yeah. not like a snowboarding jacket. No. Though I have taken it snowboarding. Yes. With layers. And it was probably fine. And it was fine. But it's not a snowboarding jacket. And I also wasn't East Coast, you yeah. know winter we live in a pretty temperate area yeah, even our even our mountains are like minus 10 yeah in the winter so yeah. yeah like i've worn it out in the snow but i'm a warm boy and we live in bc i have experienced uh, a blizzard in boston before and i was like ah yes what cold feels like um <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe maybe not the right one i'm not sure Hi, Linus, Luke, and Dan. I love the show and the channel. I have been trying to understand how to run dual GPUs. Do they need to be the same model? And what would the benefit be of running two GPUs? Oh, man. Uh, well, we don't really do that anymore. I think last yeah. gen, only the 3090 supported it and only in like benchmarking applications. Yeah, I was going to say for, for benchmarking. Yeah, not really in any real games. And then 4000 series doesn't support it at all. So it's kind, it's kind of a dead meme at this point. It's kind of fun to play around with if you grab an older card. And, and no, they don't need to be exactly the same uh, design. So you can run like Asus and Zotac together. But they do need to be the same model. Yeah. Um, From like NVIDIA's standpoint. Yeah, so like two 2080s, you know, yeah. as opposed to, to you know, ran a 2080 and a 2080 Ti. Yeah. Hey, Linus, I've recently bought a PCI to fiber. Have you ever used this technology and would you consider using it yourself? Sounds super cool. Haven't done it. And I really don't know what to make of this last one. Do you know what it stands for? I've I do. I've been staring at it for a long time and I can't decide. Every option makes me sad because of the K. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... 
I think literally every option is an egregious mistake because of the K. I don't I, think uh, there's any way around it. Hmm. Okay, well then, in that case, let's just do it. Hey, Luke and Linus, FMK, AMD, Intel, ARM. So it's um, have casual relations with, <laughs> marry, and kill. If, if you want, uh, bed, wed, and dead. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that one. Yeah. Um, why are we talking about my bedwetting? <laughs> so it is after dark. Uh, okay. Bed, wed, and dead. Um Man, I, uh, wow. See, here's the thing. Okay, I think if, I got my spicy take. Oh, okay, go ahead. Literally that order. FMK, AMD, Intel, ARM. You would kill ARM? Yeah. But ARM's the future. Yeah, that's my spicy take. Why would take. you kill the future? Because I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like the future, Linus. What the, who, what... Oh, man. See, I was going to say, if I have to kill one, it's probably got to be AMD. Mm -hmm. See, but that option's scary, because now everyone hates you. Well, not just hates me, but <laughs> now everyone has nothing but stagnant intel forever. But at least we'll have ARM. So, so I marry ARM. I use intel for now. Oh, that's so boring. But, that, but that's, the, that's the obvious... So, so, so bed, bed. AMD is a lot more fun for that. Sort of. I don't, man, AMD does some YOLO stuff, man. What do you think my computer's set up like right now? What do well, you think that is? Yeah, okay, huh? sure, but like. I'm all red right now. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm the one who gives you all your hardware. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ARM, I think the reason why... Yeah, you can't kill ARM. The That's reason why I chose... Nothing with, with your phone? Like, everything. ARM, gone. I, I think no. it would be a really entertaining path. That's just watch the world burn behavior. That's not a real answer. I think my, I think my answer is the Imagine the all the answer. bad things happening with compute that would, like, have to stop. I mean... Yeah, I've, I've, we could just go back to the Stone Age and all the bad things with compute would stop. That's true. Uh, okay, Dan, mm -hmm. do it. AMD released the Threadripper. I'm killing AMD. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. They, they effed you before you had to stay. They effed me and a F. lot of other people. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, I kind of, now it's my turn. I think you're both right. Oh my God. Very good. There you go. Very yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I think that's enough for that show. <laughs> we will see you again next week. Same bad hold on, time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? We have a raid. Oh. I think, I think the real one is, is, um, wait, did you say kill AMD? Yeah. Did you say Mary Arm? No, Mary, oh, Mary Arm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's the real one. Yeah. Mine's just fun. I yeah. like yours too, though. <laughs> That's why we're both right. All right, moving mm -hmm. on. We're raiding. We're, we're raiding. Raidin'. Who are we raiding? Uh, UFD Tech. Wait, there's a stream, right? That's right. Um, I'm setting it up here. I can deal with that if you fancy. Okay, cool. Dan's going to do it. I'm going to try. All right. So thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye.
And if you're over on YouTube, make sure you have autoplay enabled and it should take you straight there. I don't think, I don't think they can hear you over the music, Dan. Oh, I don't know why I bother then. <laughs> so we can hear you? Oh yeah, 